I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. You can. That's cool. All right. I never had a guest do it. <laughs> Let's go. Three, two, one. Hello, everybody, and thank you for listening to Who Will Survive Horror Podcast. This is your host, Paul, and this is episode 33, I hope, but I didn't go back and check, so it might be wrong. Anyways, I'm here with my co-host Marco, who was just recently a survivor of a plane crash. Uh, how are you feeling after that? I'm good, but I feel I feel like it's gonna catch up to me. Oh really? Was yeah. there what was was there anyone else on the plane with you or? I, I was the sole survivor. Oh shit! Did you already say the name of the movie in the show? I might have. You might have <laughs> to continue listening to the intro to find out. <laughs> well. I just someone sent this videotape into the show, which I'm not sure who's making videotape still, but uh, yeah, right. They sent in this video submission, and it's it's somebody killing this girl in a warehouse somewhere. I think I can figure out the location. I thought we could go check it out. We can, but uh, maybe we should get a get back. Absolutely. Yeah, we could get a crew to go with us. Uh, I got these two guys here, uh, Dylan and Devin. Uh, what do you guys think? Do you want to go along with us? Check this place out. I'm game to go to this warehouse. I'm just hoping it's not full of a bunch of evil dead traps or something. That would like be a that. real bummer. But then again, I mean, what, if we get dead? That's We get killed? That's, yeah, sure. Bonus. Let's do it. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, on our way there, we will have to talk about these couple of movies, which we sort of mentioned. But before we get to that, uh, we have with us Dylan and Devin from The Horrible Podcast. What's going on, guys? Welcome. Hey. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, uh, no, 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 for we're, sure. we're always excited to do a little guest appearance on, on other podcasts. Cool. Sure, sure. Now, I know I had kind of told you guys, and uh, I try, I'll try to contain myself a little bit and not spend the entire show just telling you how much I love your podcast. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's all right. You can fangirl. I'll, I'll <laughs> We'll sit back and listen the whole time. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I know, that's, that's literally the only time anybody's going to say something. Please, nice actually, please go on, go <laughs> on. Funnily <laughs> enough, I was just telling the other guys, I don't know if Dylan, you were in the room, but my Uber driver last night knew what our podcast was. That's, that's pretty oh, funny. Oh, nice. 
Yeah, he was like, he recognized my voice, and he was like, do you do a podcast? And I was like, yeah. I was like, fuck yeah, yeah baby, no celebrity. <laughs> right? Hell that's yeah. awesome. We made it. We no, made that's cool. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you made that up, so I would tip him more. <laughs> he <laughs> he might ask everybody that. Yeah, yeah, yeah he just put, no, I don't do a podcast. Oh, you just sound like this other guy on the show. Right, right. <laughs> but no, um, when I started following horror podcasts, one of the very first ones that I really had listened to with any regularity was your show, which mm-hmm. is probably three or four years ago or something now. And I yeah. think I've probably listened to pretty much every episode you've put out since then. Oh, oh, holy poor shit. thing. What are you doing? You're missing a couple here and there? Oh, yeah, I've been through the good times, the bad times. <laughs> They're all yeah. bad times, man. Yeah, I mean, they, only, they don't get much better. It might get been worse, through a couple you know. a couple of the Olympic series, so that's at least oh, two God, years, Those were right? the bad times. Jesus Christ. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the first Olympic series was pretty first fun. one was great. Yeah, the second good. one was a rough Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. It was actually one of your Olympic series that you guys watched Troll Hunter, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Nice. The first one. Because that, that was when I had heard about it, and then we did it later on our show, and mm-hmm. we are also huge fans of that movie. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, a good one. That, that director's doing um, Scary Stories this summer. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. That's, that yeah. that's awesome. Very huh. cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I guess, how did you guys sort of start your show, and, and how long ago did you start it? <laughs> it uh, feels like ages at this point, to be really honest does. with you. Like, we were just trying to figure that out while we were sitting upstairs waiting to start recording, and like we started you know like anybody else would just from the goddamn gutter bottom Mm -hmm. uh we we were in devin's old shitty apartment we Mm -hmm. used to just hang out and watch uh watch horror movies together yeah yeah and we just decided like this is the only time we see one another basically so like why don't we just keep this going we we also would get into like such heated yeah intense but but i guess um worthwhile conversations afterwards to the point where i think we would honestly we had one that was like two hours oh yeah it was like longer than our actual (laughs) podcast i feel like we would push away our our girlfriends and friends because we would get so into these things and feel like i'm going home yeah they're like fuck (laughs) this i'm leaving you uh we're like you know people want to listen to this yeah people need to hear this (laughs) so we're gonna scream at each other into microphones absolutely um but yeah, it was it just it kind of happened naturally. The, the four of us all, we felt like we all had very different takes on movies too. But we all feel like we all knew quite a bit about them. So it was interesting. That it, it wasn't just one four amalgamation. Uh, is that is that a word? Amalgamation? Yeah, sure. Of, yes. uh, of, of people who sound smart, buddy. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> of people who have the same opinions and, and feel the same way about movies and the same voice. And we realized well, we're all four pretty different and, and come from different places with movies and stuff. And it, it just made for interesting conversations. Yeah, it's. Right. it's, it's funny to feel too like I, I don't think we were part of the horror community before we started no. doing this but like since doing it we've really kind of discovered like this is a, a great niche to be in like this community fucking rules mm-hmm. not just the podcast but also you know cons and things we've been to yeah. and like I don't think sure, we've, sure. we've looked back since like it's it's just been it's been great it's now part of our lives yeah yeah because it was more of just like your own insider thing which we were just talking about recently how at, at one point in time before the internet was so widespread and, and easy to reach everyone you, you just sort of had your little click of like, yeah. oh, these are my two or three friends that are into the same thing right, as right. me. Right. And so once you guys kind of got into putting your, your opinions out there, then it's kind of cool that it grew and caught on for you and, and all these people kind of started to follow you and, and get on, on board with, you know, you guys have some inside jokes and some goofy stuff that you yeah. do with the show and stuff. So, But it, it constantly surprises me that, like, we developed an audience at all. Like, that there's somebody out there who wants to listen Sometimes to Sometimes I feel like we're just talking in an empty space. Right. Well, <laughs> until we get, like, an email of someone saying, like, guys, we, I really appreciate the show. And it's like, oh, shit, people listen to this? What yeah, yeah right, that's right. what makes it. Well, I mean, like, oh, we yeah. be, we'd be doing this anyway. Like, yeah, I we'd be like. doing it anyway. And, and just 
assuming somebody out there. <laughs> I remember the first week we did it, we got like one listener from Nigeria. We were like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" Nice. Keep international, going. baby. We're, we're gonna right. keep this guy. We're gonna keep doing it for this one dude if we have to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the well, the nice thing about you guys' podcast from every time I listen, it's you're you're not just form you know guys sitting in and just agreeing with each other. You're not yes men. Right. Yeah. Like you said, you have different takes on it, and that's a very important, sure. especially. You know, when it comes to like breaking down movies and stuff, because we don't want to sound so just, you know, overly critical, but at the same time, having a, a critical con- you know, conversation um, that brings yeah. a listener in that can be like, yeah, I, yeah. I get it. I get it. That's that's the important part. And that's right. like, yeah, for you. we just hope that somebody can get something out yeah. of it. Like, literally, like you can decide, do I want to watch this movie or not? Yep. Like, right. Do I agree with that's this the main or goal. Or, yeah. It's like, or wanting yeah. to watch it after your conversation. It's like, right. what can yeah. I get out of that? So I can join that conversation. I can text these Definitely. guys. That's ex- yeah. Th- that's like the, that's the fucking the goal right there. That's the ideal yeah. uh, situation is that we do a spoiler free so that people can kind of, we can kind of whet their appetite mm-hmm. and maybe they can be like, that sounded interesting. I'm going to watch mm-hmm. this movie now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, truly, yeah, we yeah. hope somebody gets something out of it. Otherwise, we would not be watching three horror movies a week <laughs> oh for the last sure. like couple of years. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. <laughs> Especially yeah. the way that you guys do it with doing the three per week. That you, I mean, obviously, we, re- we really fucked gonna... up there. We should have done two. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you're you're gonna find a lot of bad ones. But what I do oh, like God, yeah. is that you you do cover known stuff, but there's so many unknown things that you guys cover, kind of like the yeah. movies that we have tonight. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Those are two movies that we probably never would have watched if it weren't for the show. Sure, sure. We, we discovered both of these. Almost the certainly. Podcast, yeah. Well, through the podcast in, in different ways. One was just copious amounts of research, which we have to do to find movies that we hope are good. That was Evil Dead Trap. And Soul Survivor was me on a random night tweeting out to our, our Twitter followers, hey, does anybody... No any lesser known yeah. '80s horror movies, mm-hmm. and I don't remember who. I, I God remember. bless you, whoever you are. If you're not armored foe, someone like that yeah. just mentioned it, and and here we are. Dylan owns it now. Yeah. Sure, sure. Nice. Yeah, it's it's funny because the, the way that you guys do the themes for all of them. I know I've tried to think of stuff like that myself, and it it gets hard. And then the fact that you've been <laughs> yeah. doing it for whatever two hundred plus episodes now, right? So yeah. or hundred episodes. Uh, are you sure? I I, I thought you're Markle. Marco Polo <laughs> thing idea was pretty solid. Mar- Marco Polo, we got the chicken got the one. The, chicken one. Right. Chicken. Yeah. the Spanish yeah. chicken yeah. episode, Marco Polo. This shit writes itself. I go for it. <laughs> we have had some themes. Our, our probably our best one is the "We wish you a shitty Christmas" one. Yeah, where we do, that was yeah. always fun. Ooh. We do which, bad Christmas. Which, by the way, Soul Survivor could purpose. be a Christmas movie. Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Except that it's not bad. Well, there you Spoiler go. Exactly. on the review. But. We we've found weirdly we've done some Christmas themes ones. Those tend to be some of the better ones. Oh, they're fun. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. found some good stuff. There are there. some very good Christmas yeah. horror movies. Oh yeah, yeah. So, and very, there's some yes. really really bad ones. So I mean, there's a shit ton <laughs> oh, of yeah. bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that might be the worst one we've done on the show. Was. Uh, one of the Krampus ones. Yeah, one of the, the Krampus. The oh. shit ass ones. Did you do Krampus Reckoning? Well, there's a million Krampus movies. One though. of the like Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. it was uh, one of those yeah. ones. I think it was Reckoning. By the way, I think the Christmas yep, Devil Re- Reckoning is the absolute is worst one. Awful. <laughs> we didn't even ask you guys. Me and Dylan are dropping some real naughty words on this podcast right now. We, oh are, no, are you're good. good to do that. Yes, Go for okay, it. good. We are rated explicit. I wasn't gonna so. be able to control myself. Yeah, I don't even realize it anymore. I'm just like dropping f bombs to left and right. I'm like, wait, I should probably ask. Well, I appreciate you asking. Yeah, but no, that's fine. This far into the podcast yeah that. <laughs> <laughs> it would only be the first 10 minutes that i'd have to go through and do a lot of editing. <laughs> just bleeping us out left and right 
a lot of annoying bleeps in the first 10 minutes, but uh, <laughs> the rest of it's pretty solid. Sure. But no, I, I love the way that you guys do the themes and sometimes it's super connected and sometimes it's very loosely connected. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, it seems like it's a lot of fun. We, uh, we literally did an enamel theme once. I was going to say, what did, right. Dylan, what, is, what are some of the funnier themes? One of them Teeth, was also- Teeth, corns, so yeah. that we wow. could do that. It was like, this is well, all enamel, What about like, like, a, like a, an amateur cop gets stuck in a building and like things turn around? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, like that. yeah, we accidentally stumbled across like three movies that were the exact same thing. We were like, well, there you yeah, go. Yeah, like the last night of the precinct being open yeah. with a rookie cop or yes, something. Yes, I can remember that. The yes, literal yes, same yes. setup for exactly. three. Exactly. Yeah. I'm glad you know it better than me. Yeah, the Kevin Bacon episode. Right. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, what, did we call it anything special? Bacon on the Fringe. It was man's, <laughs> yes, man's yeah, stupid right. fucking title he put together. That's so stupid. That's so dumb. <laughs> that is great. Yeah, a lot of them are, are definitely pretty fun with that. And I mean, it's it's nice because it just gives you a way to find these movies that you would never find, too, of just, mm-hmm. of just bizarre yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. And the other thing that I had always respected about your show is the the face value review of things where yeah. you know you're not afraid to say something that people consider a classic or a cult movie or whatever and be like yeah don't look now it's fucking fucking boring don't look now fucking sucks (laughs) that movie's awful we've stumbled across that because like when the first time we were i think it was like our fifth episode we were doing night of the living dead and like objectively that movie has just not aged particularly well yeah there's certain classics that i tried to defend it then still because i was like oh you know it's you kind of feel like you have to yeah yeah, i don't know yeah we definitely we definitely uh, could be considered sacrilegious when it comes to certain classic horror movies but that's why i always Sure. bring up the, the 1990 remake because the 1990 remake was it just brought it a a different you know vision a different energy to it to where like sure. yeah and then you know the original is is it's a very very dated movie um yeah and you just have to take it for face value as this is the start and but like i said the the 90s remake was like now this was cool you know that's got some savini yeah. action yes in. sure yeah. sure yes. and we feel the same way about the 90s psycho remake with vince vaughn Oof. I, we've never done that when he's lying. <laughs> I don't think I've even seen that. I saw that in a movie theater, and I was, uh, I, I just, they go, we're going to do this shot by shot, word by word. Uh, I don't remember Anthony uh, Perkins Except for the Jack and Offer. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. that part in the whole thing. Oh, oh, no. Well, nice. I mean, if they're going to add one thing, it should at least be Vince Vaughn jacking off. Yeah, I agree. All I ask for. I mean, if they we'll showed his dick, it definitely would have been table. better. <laughs> What if Vince Vaughn just got jacked up on your dinner table on all of his yeah, movies? Norman Bates. Yeah. Like every movie he's in. That's a great movie, too. Oh, Speaking boy. of, that's Norman Bates, literally. Oh, Norman Bates. Right, yeah. I get it now. We got it. <laughs> he is the ultimate baiter. <laughs> but, no, I, I, I just always kind of respected that about... It's like kind of having your opinion in the way that you do it and just say, like, well, we can't, we can't say that... Yes, I respect. It. Like you can say, you respect it because it's a classic. We respect but it. By, respect, yeah. yeah, yeah. By the modern standards, because I kind of feel that way too. And a lot of our rating is along those same lines, where we based more on enjoyment factor as opposed mm-hmm. to, yes. you know, oh, this is like yeah. shot a what certain way or the music or, the or yeah. whatever. Well, we changed ours, right? Because we we had like a, a ten scale rating, and yeah, it was yeah, kind yeah. of like I, I hated putting anything into that, fi- you know, four or fives because I happen to yeah. like a lot in. And sometimes nostalgia hits you too much where the movie's not that good, but it just right. puts me- members you in a place and time that you saw it. So yeah. this yeah. rating, Absolutely. yeah, this rating is better. Like, I liked it. So you could tell someone, I liked it, I loved it, I didn't like it, whatever, and they can just kind of go off that instead of going like everything's an eight or a nine, yeah. which in, yeah, right, I, that's I, my problem. I, I <laughs> we have a similar line of thinking there. Ours is just a, is binary, yes or no, basically. But the sure. idea is if you listen to us talk about it for 30 minutes, you get, a you get, you get an yeah. idea. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. 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 
Except sometimes you guys trick each other, and it sounds like you're shitting on the movie, and they're like, "Oh no, I kind of like it." Wait, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. We, we, it's not, yeah, we, we, we're complicated. <laughs> yeah. yeah, aren't we all though? Right? Uh, cool. So why don't we talk a little bit about these two movies? So the the theme that I picked for the show was actually really simple because I didn't have to do anything except find these movies, which were hard Those to find. The best. It sounded like you actually had a lot of trouble. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> we, were, cause we, we weren't doing our, we weren't like holding up our end very well either. It was kind of hard to get these movies to you guys because they're hard to, I mean, they're not super easy to find. No. Yeah. We, uh, well, ironically, both of them. two really hard to find yeah. ones, yeah. Yeah, both of them are not even available to rent or anything, which is Right. And there's, an, uh, there's another Soul Survivor with Will, William Shatner that right. yeah. always confuses people. Oh, there is? Yeah, that's yeah. the one that, that, that Blue Street started oh, watching right. and he was like, this <laughs> Right. Yeah, I think it's like three hours long too. It's like a TV movie. All, also involves a plane crash. Like he was yes. confused early on. He was yes. like, yeah. "When is this?" We were like, "Wait, what? A, why aren't you guys talking about William no... Shatner? What the fuck? Shatner's not in this." Yeah, there's no Evil Dead traps other than the other one. Though, so that one's hard to miss. But yeah, he had a bunch of Shat jokes lined up, and he was like, "Fuck, now I can't even use them." Right. Oh, he yeah, would anyway. Oh, yeah. it he probably still. <laughs> he probably still, still use them. <laughs> sure. But uh, yeah, so. What are the the theme was that I wanted to talk about two movies that maybe you guys found through the podcast and then wanted to revisit them because you know you had maybe not talked about them in a couple of years or whatever or thought about them since you are watching mm. three plus movies a week. So uh, <laughs> tell us a little bit about what these movies are and why you had chosen them. Well, first I want to add that another reason we like to talk about these movies as much as we can. We actually did a live show uh, at oh, yeah. Day of the Dead, which was cool. Uh, we, we talked about hidden gems. I think Dylan, you agree that we 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 try to jump at any opportunity to talk about hidden gems because yeah. we want people to see these, and I want people to know what Soul Survivor is. I yeah. want people to know what Evil Dead Trap is, and that's why I even want to mention movies like The Canal. We talked about too by Ivan Kavanaugh. Yep. These right. movies need to be seen. Yeah, I don't know why they're not being seen. There's that little like dopamine rush you get when you find yeah. a movie oh, like yeah. this, yes. where you're like, "Fuck yes, it, nobody sir. knows about this. This is great." Like, this is, I think, why a lot of people watch horror is because there's yeah. so much, and the the quality varies mm-hmm. so much, so that when you find one that's forgotten, boy, does it feel good. And especially with Evil Dead Trap, I re- revisited it yesterday. Uh, I've seen it a million times now. That movie specifically feels like it's not supposed to be watched. It, it feels like you're doing something wrong, <laughs> yeah. which yeah. which sometimes <laughs> can be pretty exhilarating when you're yeah. watching a horror movie, but. I mean, yeah, I, I, we kind of alluded to it earlier. It's just sometimes we got to really go deeper and deeper down that rabbit hole. Uh, after after years of doing a podcast, we're trying to find new shit sure. that we, is going to be entertaining. We still get surprised. I mean, just yeah, recently rarely, we came yes. across uh, The Car from 1977, yes. I think, mm-hmm. uh, which is like, sounds stupid about a possessed car. That movie's legit good. It's very good, nice. and it, I, it just got picked up by Shudder. So if you have Shudder, oh, right. yeah. you guys should check Ooh, it oh, out. The Car. Nice. Okay. Yeah, sure. and um, just... Kind of randomly, we just watched. Um, what's the Christmas movie we just watched, Dylan? Oh, Christmas Evil. Christmas Evil, really, which really was good. Very, very good. Like legitimately, not not tongue in cheek or goofy. Uh, legit, like maniac style. Um, yeah. Oh, nice. Like maniac, movie. but Santa Claus. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. I mean, th- this is the product of, of us feeling like year after year we've run out of movies to watch, and then kind of just when you apart. need it, something Ex- comes along. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yep, so uh, the first one that uh, that we chose, uh, my choice here, was Soul Survivor, which uh, I, th- I think, Devin, you said you texted out about it. Somebody I tweeted, had, yeah. Or uh, tweeted. Come somebody on, Grandpa. Like, <laughs> I really do feel old <laughs> for saying that, good Lord. <laughs> uh, so you got on your cellular telephone and you uh, you asked for this, and somebody came to you with Soul Survivor, uh, which none of us had heard about until then. Uh, you watched it, I think, before any of us, yeah, and, and you so found a way for this. us to, to yeah. have to do it. Uh, and I'm glad that you did because uh, this one is one that anybody I mentioned. I gifted it to you for your birthday. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you've done some good birthday. I, I know you, buddy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so this one is uh, uh, about 
It's from 1984. It's by the guy who did Night of the Comet mm-hmm. uh, and also apparently was the writer for Honey, I Blew Up the Kids. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, yeah. Wow. Perfect. Marks equality there. Uh, yes. And he says, uh, or it's it's about uh, a woman um, named Denise who or Didi who gets involved in a plane crash that we see, you know, at the very opening, basically. Um, and it kind of wakes up uh, noticing that everybody else around her has died and she's totally intact, totally fine. Uh, and gets kind of interviewed and uh, and and dealt with by doctors who are basically like you're gonna have uh, survivor's guilt. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have uh, you know that syndrome where you just feel like you should be dead. Uh, and she laughs that off a little bit, but come to find out, she really does. Only it may not all also be the guilt. It may also be something literally trying to get her yeah. right. to catch her. It's basically a proto final destination. Right. Sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know what's funny about this one is the the first time I watched it. I had I watched it twice before doing the show because I'm a little bit slow to on the, on the uptake. So if I can, I try and watch them two times in a short order just so I can be like, oh yeah, Man, I missed respect. that. Respect. <laughs> Take some time. Damn, son. <laughs> but uh, I'm not doing three a week. Well, sometimes I am, but yeah. but not always. But uh, <laughs> um, I went into it knowing that it had this sort of final destination thing, and then I was confused by. The survivors that we see because i'm like were these people on the plane mm-hmm. like why is this little girl all wet like what's going on oh with, right right yeah why right. are they not all messed up but then when you kind of absorb what is actually happening and then go back and then you see mm-hmm. where the people came from and, and you kind of get the story a little bit better but yeah this one is is it's very it's, it's it almost feels like it needs more added to it or something because it's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff just kind of happens quick and you're like if you're not paying attention, it, you would miss it, you know? It kind of dumps you into what seems like an easy concept early, and then you, you start to unwrap, like you said, like the exactly what is following her. Right. And the more that you understand about it, it it's a little less um, uh, Final Destination, a little bit more It Follows. It Follows for sure. And it yeah. definitely feels like, we've we've mentioned this every time we've talked about this movie, but it definitely feels like, uh, was it Robert David Mitchell? Uh, uh, yes. The director David of It Ro- Follows. David Robert David Mitchell. Robert Mitchell. Uh, it feels like he probably saw this movie uh, before Absolutely. he did. Like there are direct uh, kind of like one for one uh, scenes in it, like a, a scene in mm-hmm. a park uh, that I love later, mm. where uh, you know this this so man good. is following her, and you know just from a distance, yeah, you get the sense that he is supernatural, but you can't quite pin down how. Yeah. And it's not as if anything's directly interacting with her for quite a while. It's just this yes. threat, this looming. Or she, she's kind of like listlessly looking out the window at a diner when she's uh, yeah. eating with um, her love interest and sees at, at the, on the other side of the street someone just standing there, kind of like almost maybe even a throwback to to, to Halloween, the original mm-hmm. Halloween when right. Laurie Strode's looking out the window. And, but it follows did the same thing as well, it's that, that same exact kind of shot. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it definitely feels like there, there's there, uh, David Robert Mitchell might have taken a page out of the book of this guy who wrote Honey, I Blew Up the Kids. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, what, the the uh, the guy that wrote and directed this, you said, also did Night of the Comet and some other mm-hmm. shit movies too. But it's funny because this one, it feels so serious compared to Night of the Comet. Yeah. It's like, yes. And they came out at the same year, apparently. I don't know. Yeah, according to IMDb, they came out the same year. So it was like, I'm going to do my crazy movie and I'm going to do my super ultra serious movie. (laughs) And and that's something that I really respect about this movie, too, is 80s movies began to become a lot more tongue in cheek, especially with with um, with yeah, with the birth of of Freddy Krueger and everything. It seemed like everything was already done uh, in the more sober, serious horror movies. So people started kind of lean towards more goofy um, kind of uh, meta style movies. And this one. As a, as a mid-80s movie where a lot of movies were like that, but this kind of stands alone as a very self-serious movie, which is respectable because that's hard to yeah. do. And right. I think like, that's one of the things that keeps this one fresh for me is yeah. that this feels more modern. Uh, mm-hmm. It feels very it really ahead of does. its time oh, yeah. in the sense that, like, 
it isn't a tongue in cheek. It's not a like a throwback. This is not the sort of thing that '80s throwbacks throw back to. This mm-hmm. is just mm-hmm. its own thing. And, really, yeah, it's not dated at all. And and, and, and to that point, this is and uh, Paul and I we've had the discussion on on the remakes of of today, right? Like everybody's mm-hmm. remaking things. Um, and this is it's like you just took the words right out of my mouth by saying. Uh, movies should be influencing other movies and, and how these things we pull from instead of trying to remake something. Right. Uh, because the because then uh, sometimes those remakes get so convoluted that there's something else than the source material. Mm-hmm. And right. that's why I was like, man, I, I'd rather, you know, somebody just kind of pull from it, call it something different, and have that influence. Yeah. Like you said, like it yeah. follows. Like, like, it follows. Yeah, like, definitely. Soul Survivor has a lot of, a lot of influence on today's uh, genre. It, it really does. Um, thinking back, so anybody listening, you haven't listened, you know, uh, watched this movie. It is one of those things that, to me, I missed it because I've, I've this has got off my radar. Uh, I've never heard of this movie. It's never been on anybody's uh, radar. No, I feel like. yeah, nobody yeah. knows about this thing. And neither comment is one of my right. favorite movies. It's, it's on my top right. ten of movies. Of, just because I, I just again a lot of nostalgia, and right. that might have varied my taste. Like I never really explored the director on anything else that he's done. You know, but sure, I. Sure. It's, it's so radically different from that movie too, and and feels like this is the kind of I, like I don't want to put words into the director's mouth. Sure. But like neither the comment feels like that kind of like fun movie the director gets out of the way just yeah, to, yeah, to have I a good time and to make some money and this is right. like this is a hard one to sell I don't know how and I've never seen like <laughs> a, a trailer or anything for it like I don't know how this thing sold itself in the time and it's one of the yeah. reasons why I feel like this thing has to be so forgotten is this exactly. is like a, a director's kind of Vision. You it said it was eighty four, like. right? Yeah, eighty four. I yes. mean, this yeah. came out. This came out when like Evil Dead had been out for a few years, right. and Evil Dead Two is coming right. out, and and Freddy uh, Nightmare on Elm Street came out. Right? So yeah, I, I can imagine this one. It, there's no mistake why this one got forgotten, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was definitely a shift because there is even kind of like a slasher part in the movie, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which yeah, yeah, you feel like oh shit, is the. It, is this you know turning into like a slasher movie or something, and that's what's actually gonna be after her or something? Like it gets and weird. That, that part kind of sneaks up too. Like you, yeah. you can't really pin down this movie for a while. I know, and at first I couldn't figure out who the guy was that was that was stalking them. I'm like, why is this guy after right. them? And then I realized it was the guy from before. And then when you figure out what really mm-hmm. is going on, you, you kind of get the idea. But at least I have my own theory of what is really going on, which we'll save for the end. But. Uh, yeah, that slasher part is great. I love the the. It's like she's in the one house and then sees him in the other house and then goes back mm-hmm. and then he's at that house and right. It's a, it's a very intense moment. It has a great part. And the, also the parking lot scene too. I'm, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. it's like one of the few things that freaks me out in, in the real garage? environment. Yeah, yeah, the parking yeah. garage. Those yeah, those like parking garages always freak me out for some yeah. reason. That's what that's one of the biggest um, tells for me that it, that it follows definitely got a little bit of. Um, I took a page out of its book because I think there's a scene in it follows that's almost directly like influenced right. by that one. Well, Except and it, it also like oh, the, 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 the the types of like scares that it does in this and and all the the stuff that builds up to yeah eventually some of it does turn into kind of slasher light but it, it is like being in a pot of boiling water you're not sure mm-hmm. what kind of mm-hmm. horror movie this is right. for a very long time right. it's just uneasy something's off. I think that shift was probably the most divisive part of the movie for us I think Blumster mm-hmm. specifically yeah. I, and I bet that's probably the most polarizing part of the movie in itself in general is that. It does take kind of a shift in what kind of movie it is at that point, but for me, mm-hmm. it kept it fresh. I was, I, I, it kept me entertained. Yeah, it I felt like, like it earned that twist. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm not, not mad at it. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I was expecting it to be plane crash survivors, just because I was expecting it to be like, yeah, a, a right. Final Destination prequel or something. Yeah, <laughs> in mm-hmm. my head. And when when I figured out what 
was going on with the victims that they weren't plane crash survivors that you keep seeing it um it starts to feel like it is a different thing like it's it's not um it's not human obviously it feels supernatural right uh-huh. yeah, and then you absolutely. also start to wonder is it in her head or not but there's some things that happen mm-hmm. later in the movie that i feel like make it real in, in a way like it, it qualifies yeah, it there's a certain yes. point where it's definitively not yeah in her yeah, head. yeah. They explain mm-hmm. it essentially which is which is also cool i yeah. like the idea of it being supernatural i mean i i also like ambiguity in certain movies but yeah. in this one i feel like it works yeah. it, it, it pulls that ambiguity for just long enough yes. until like finally you you kind of want an answer you need an answer and it gives you one <laughs> right. Yeah. right yeah yeah, yeah. Well, i like that she she has like a huge bag full of prescription pills that she just dumps out in the sink she's like all right fuck this <laughs> yeah i'm gonna, That's I'm a gonna lot get rid of, money of these damn God. visions yeah, I know. I'm like this yeah. chick knows how to party. I like her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, the, I like her a lot too. I think oh, she's great. One of, my, yeah. one of the things I like most about this movie is that you know this kind of thing, like a borderline psychological horror early on, like Lizard dies on the performances you've got, and I think Dee Dee and uh, and and uh, Doctor Hunky, uh, her love interest, <laughs> are, are great. Like I love their They're interplay. Like good. I would just watch them in another movie. Yeah, like something where there was no supernatural threat right what's funny is i kept writing his name down as dr hunky too so i wonder if i subconsciously remembered from when you guys reviewed that <laughs> uh, maybe what? so i have no idea what his name actually is i don't either I, never do. I was just watching I it just i was like oh i like dr hunky i like dr you know, hunky he's awesome a little sad trivia that guy oh, that yeah. guy died young in a car crash pre- quit, oh. pretty soon after this movie oh that's a bummer it's a yeah. bummer yeah he's because he's really good i, I think oh, everybody yeah, yeah. generally is he had like the 80s uh, hot guy thing. He was like super skinny. Absolutely. Oh, like 5'10, yeah. like yeah. 130 pounds. Like, <laughs> yeah. Looked like he never ate anything with fat. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think all the actoring is, is pretty sufficient, at least for the most part. I mean, some of the people you could tell they're not they're not pros or whatever but yeah i feel like the important people were good even the the neighbor christy she was pretty good yeah i like her yeah i think we should, we could explain to the listeners that it, it this isn't a completely polished movie like it, no. it, it does no, have no. a tiny tinge of a b movie feel to it mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's just so competent that it, it kind of That's, transcends that i feel like that even works in its favor in sure. a lot of ways too it is that that sense not to the degree of evil dead trap which we'll talk about oh, but that sense God. of like this is something that I, I shouldn't be watching or that I, I wouldn't expect to be watching. Right. Like This feels kind of accidental in a strange way. I feel like we pulled it out of an alternate reality. Right. Like an alternate like, universe yeah, right. where other 80s movies were made. Even <laughs> if you're not literally pulling this off the shelf at Blockbuster, it feels like you accidentally did. Yeah. And you're like, where the hell did this come from? Yeah, It's a right. good feeling, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it does. And it, um, it, it's almost like you, now knowing what we know about these movies, we keep waiting for it to go almost slapsticky or something. Right. Yeah. Right. But and it never does. I mean, it, it plays it. It's, it plays it confidently, dead, dead like, seriously, and confidently, which 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 is to its favor and its benefit. But I do want to I do want to kind of reiterate: there's you're not going to escape all the '80s cheese. You will no. get some some '80s cheese out of some, like you said, some some amateurish acting from smaller roles, which yes, is what yeah. makes Dee Dee and, and Doctor Hunky <laughs> shine so much <laughs> yeah. because they could have easily been cheesy '80s actors too, but they were quite good. And I'm not sure really what else they've ever been in. Not much. It yeah, looks yeah like, it yeah. didn't look like there was much. I looked them up. Um, yeah, no, weirdly, I, the the lady who plays the actress was in Get Out. I noticed. Uh, whoa! I think she was one of the old women at the party. Yes. Wow! Yes, I did see what that. What a yeah. crazy, mm-hmm. cool connection. That's pretty. That's funny. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, she was good too. She she played yeah. that that crazy, stressed out actress person really well. Mm-hmm. And I love that she calls her in the beginning, and then yeah. she's just like, "Keep your doors locked," and then right. hangs up. And I'm like, "What the fuck kind yeah. of a phone call is that?" <laughs> yes. Hello. Yes, it is. Who is this? This is Carla Davis. I'm sorry. 
They gave me your number, the, the agency. Oh, Miss Davis, of course. Is there a problem with the shoot on Tuesday? Oh, oh no. I was just calling because... Um, I was wondering how you were. I'm fine. I just wanted to tell you... Keep your doors locked. And come to come to find out with as much as she actually knows kind of about what's going on, it's just like just be fucking forward about this lady. Yeah. Good lord. I know. I know. <laughs> well that's see the all the subplots going on at one time as we follow the main story, right? And you have like the clairvoyant lady and you have all these, you know, the soul survivor stuff and the and the survivor's guilt. I, a lot of people don't credit Stephen King for that kind of writing. Like a lot of his mm-hmm. books are they they this is why I gravitate towards the, his writing a lot is that that's what they do and and the his mm-hmm. influence on other people has got to be noted here that's what i'm trying to get at is like you'll get you know, stephen king will write 17 17 different directions but one overarching story and that's what yeah, reminded me definitely. of this this movie was kind of doing where yes we're following this this story going on but you've got to pay attention to all the other characters and actors or or, or subplots that are going on uh, it definitely builds a bit of a world without having to show you too much of it. Yeah, I mean, this, this thing it's world works building. well yeah, with its exactly. budget. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't have to have like there really aren't a lot of stories going on outside of it. But you get just those little bits mm-hmm. of those other characters, and and that keeps you invested in your main characters yeah. too. Yeah, definitely. It's a, I mean, this really does kind of feel like a Stephen King short story. Yeah, like, or, or story exactly. in a lot of ways. Like a short story, like one of his Bachman books or something or, or yeah. something. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. I feel like that's something we haven't touched on enough. Is that this is a very smart premise and it's done well. Yeah. It's very airtight. Uh, very clean simple premise but when they when they do they kind of explain the soul survivor syndrome in that diner I believe the doctor yeah, does yes. mm-hmm. and, and it could have easily been so stupid and just felt, felt like an, a dump like an expedition dump or whatever but when he explains it and it, it just worked for me yeah. and I love the idea mm-hmm. where he like iterates more that like it's not like you're gonna jump out in front of a car and try to kill yourself. It might be more of a of a subconscious thing. Right. You're gonna become reckless. You might. Right. You you might not right. know you're intentionally trying to die. And but we see that happening. Right. Exactly. Too. And you see it happening, and you, that's when you start to. That's where the ambiguity comes in, which is so great. It's like is is she just kind of like subconsciously trying to die, or is she getting fucking stomped oh, down by yeah. weird <laughs> like ghosts or whatever? It's great. Yeah. But yeah. It's, it's also like I don't know this. We've said that this, you know, has some or has led to like it follows and things like that. But this really still, even premise wise, feels very fresh. Like oh, yeah. it is not quite it follows. It's not quite mm-hmm. Final Destination. Um, and and the whole like premise around the survivor's guilt, yes. with or without the supernatural stuff, really works. And yeah, it follows is great, but it, it's doing what it does, but without any kind of explanation. Right. It's just like this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. Deal with it, which right. is fine. That works. But I think it's cool that this kind of is explained. This is what's happening because of this, because of this right, soul survivor right. syndrome. I think that's really cool. Oh yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, I think uh, why don't we we can get into just talking a little bit of spoilers slash uh, kind of goofy dis- dislikes or, or silly things in the movie to point out. Yeah. Um, so if anyone doesn't want spoilers, then maybe skip ahead like 15 minutes until we finish talking about the movies to give our rating. But uh, so I I wanted to kind of jump off of what you had said, Devin, about um, well, I think both of you guys kind of said about this being a fresh premise. The one thing that I can relate it to, my theory of what I 
what I feel like at least the supernatural sense is, is I don't know if you guys watch South Park at all, but there was an episode of South Park. It's funny because everything is in South Park. I know. Day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there was an episode Simpsons where did it. where all the uh, all the like dead celebrities were waiting on a plane to get into the afterlife, and they couldn't get in because Michael Jackson wouldn't admit that he was dead or something. <laughs> I don't know if you ever saw that episode. No. Uh-uh. no. <laughs> and so there was like, I don't know, all these people that died around that time, like Billy Mays and all these other like semi famous people or whatever that died and, and they couldn't get Michael Jackson onto the plane to go to the afterlife. <laughs> and that's what I kept feeling like is every person that died in this movie couldn't get to the afterlife because they were waiting for her. Right. And it has to oh, go, shit. It has to go in that's order. Cool. Like if, if she doesn't die, then they're all just trapped kind of wandering just around. Oh, that's a really cool. Oh, interesting. Is... Line of thinking, yeah. yeah and, at one time, you're... the Dr. Hunky even says something about... You know, there's a lot of strange people around lately, just kind of standing around. It. Like he had men- mentioned it at some point. Yeah, because he he can see them. That's one of the other interesting parts of it too. It's not like an yeah, it follows yeah. situation where only oh, the afflicted person can. Uh, is there a specific scene you can point to? Where well, I mean, he gets fucking murked by one of them. Oh like, right, right. Well, yeah, right. and uh, <laughs> he can it was, see him. It was I think when they were in the diner and they saw the guy standing outside in the rain. Yeah. And he said something about he's. The guy's too stupid to get out of the rain or something right. like that because he was just standing yeah. there staring uh, okay. at him. Yeah, that's the scene I, I referred to earlier. Yeah. But now that you said that, Paul, Jesus Christ, I gotta watch it again because that's a cool. <laughs> that is really cool. Yeah. That's like yeah. everybody. That was something I died after or yeah, after she survived end up being zombies right, in right. a sense. In, in a sense, it's like yeah, it's uh, she broke the even, continuum somehow. Even yeah. if it's not them too, like the the sense of like the supernatural threat right. of like death needs to check her off the list, like. And is mm-hmm. sending something to do that yeah, because, to make sure that it can move forward. Yeah, because they were all after her. They weren't after like just any brand right. unless someone got in their way. Yeah, got in the yeah. way like it follows style. Yeah, basically. so man, damn it, Paul. <laughs> That's really. That's I gotta. Good. I gotta rewatch it. Yeah, with yeah. That too. yeah. <laughs> That's cool. That was. Uh, I like. Uh, there's a the my, one of my favorite lines in this movie. I can't remember if it's the uh, coroner who says it, but he's just like, you know, after they've got the the guy who is like in the car off the road, he was like, yeah, the blood had pooled in his legs. I get the feeling you know something about this. What? Well, this guy may have been involved in breaking into a house, okay? Now, maybe the cops chased him, and he ran back to his car, then had a heart attack. Maybe. When was all this supposed to have happened? Last night. What? Not a chance. That guy was in the car for at least 48 hours. I was here when they brought him in. He was pretty ripe, if you know what I mean. Clothes all wet, covered with mud. Wait a minute. He was dead in his car for two days. Why would he be wet? It only started to rain last night. I mean, if he was in there all the time. Who knows? Maybe the cops dropped him or something and didn't report it. They botched the report anyway. How? They said they found the guy lying face down in the front seat of the car. So? So if the guy died lying face down, all the blood in his body would have settled along here. Didn't it? No. Every drop of blood in that guy's body drained into his leg. No way did he lie around for any two days on his face. He died standing up. Artie, don't be stupid. How could the guy die standing up? He was in a car. (sighs) That's what the cops said. All I know is the blood was in his legs. How it got there is not my department. Look, we had the same fight over some old geezer they found in the park. The report says kidney failure found lying in a prone position. Kidney failure, yes, prone position, no. All the blood was in his legs. I point that fact out to this asshole captain in Metro. How the blood good in his legs, he says. Not my department, I says. For all I know, he was up and walking around after he died. Right, thanks. This captain's got no sense of humor. And you're just like, oh, fuck, weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no. That, oh, he was walking around. I, yeah. I appreciate yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, those small details of real life into, you know, something that's explained, like science. When they bring science into yeah. things like well, that, yeah, yeah. I, I love that because it's true. If you look it up, that's exactly 
if someone mm-hmm. died standing up, you right. know, uh, you would. But it also makes you realize it's it's not like that. That's where you start realizing this is not in our head. Like, oh yeah, yeah that, there's that, actual. That is the defining moment towards the very end. But that's the moment that the movie tells you this is fucking real. These yeah. dudes are walking around. Oh yeah, that's what I was that's gonna wild. say. It comes up at the very very end too. Which is, is also, there's like a good part and a criticism part at the very end. Yeah. yeah. Where, you know, he's, he goes through the whole thing again and he's like, yeah, the girl from across the street and the fucking this guy and that right. guy, they all got up and must have been walking around after they died because their legs are all filled with blood. And yeah. the guy's like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. You're an idiot. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and then he's, he sits down at the typewriter and is like, I'm going to crack this case wide open. Get a promotion. Okay, so you knew the guys. Well, it makes sense with what he was asking me about yesterday. This Davis woman. What little blood was left in her drained into her leg. Same thing with the cab driver. And the cuddler girl, same deal. Oh, she may not be unrelated. Yeah, I know she drowned. But how did the blood get in her leg? How do I know? Yeah, I got the DR form. Thanks. There's something going on here. Maybe this time we'll see if we just can't get to the bottom of it. I'm going to walk this sucker all the way to the top. Might be a promotion in it once I get it figured out. And then the girl sits up at, yeah, at the, the neighbor. It opens like, up well, a big old can of worms, yeah. And that was one of the '80s cheese moments I referred to earlier too. That guy was sure, kind sure. Of yeah, but you can't. Well, that was a, that I felt like it was the maniac ending, which we just covered the maniac not yeah. long ago, and it was the, the maniac God, ending. Was like, he's dead, but then his eye opens up at the end. Yeah, exactly. Right. Okay. Well, we they just need it. It was like it doesn't feel like it's sequel bait, but it's the kind of thing that you would think would be like sequel bait for. Can it? you imagine Soul Survivor Soul Survivor Two? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That might need some explanation here, but that that ending might. That's the only thing that I still can't put my finger on it. If we're yeah. following this girl's life, you know, through her event to her death, why is this event happening after? And why? Well, it's, yeah, it's my right. one. Is it my one major knock on the movie is like I feel like that kind of like negates some of what happened earlier yeah. on, and it is very much just there to be like that last little scare. But it sure, like, sure. It, 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 it makes you have big questions that I don't think the movie is answering. <laughs> yeah. Like, wait, what? I know. That's a really funny way to look at it. Every movie had that kind of, like, final the scare. ending, yeah. But, and so they're like, we gotta have one, but it's completely fucking You're right. And, yeah, it's, You're like, wait, wait, what is this? Wait, why'd you do that? That sounds like yeah. a movie executive saying, like, look, you gotta have some sort of punch at yes. this right. or something. Absolutely. And the writer's like, oh, yeah, well, just... I just want her to be over. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, it should have just ended with that guy's poorly delivered dial or monologue about yeah. cracking the yeah. case and getting a promotion yeah, yeah. and then just pan i would have been something. happy with that it, you know it is the only part of the movie that really does feel like there was studio interference yeah. too like mm-hmm. it, it's the only part that feels uh, predictable or mm-hmm. you know kind of expected again the, the, part of the reason this, this movie is probably so forgotten is because it was so untouched by producers and stuff right. it's just like the, if it was kind of like um if, if they would have got their hands on it more it probably would have gotten more viewers in more butts and sheets sure. mm-hmm. and maybe more exposure but because this guy i guess tom everhart's his name decided to make this movie and make it his own made it in 28 days mm-hmm. uh and God, that's baffling insane right, right. And it, because of all that and he said no this is the way i want it to be that's probably part of the sadly the part of the reason it's so yeah. lesser known yeah I don't know. yeah right right um what about uh do, do you guys feel like I guess how do you feel about it was it was prevalent in the movie, sort of this 
I don't know if it was so much that they were trying to push a message about drug abuse or, or pill abuse or mm. something, because it, it came up more than once yeah. in the movie, and I don't know if it was just yeah, that they were know. trying to use that as a thing, or if it was like that this guy if had they some were, sort of a message or something. I don't know what the message was. Uh, I yeah, think it was just like, drugs are bad. Right. So, it mostly just, it feels like it's there like to, to show her deterioration and to show the, uh, right. like, what's her butt, the, this clairvoyant uses them too, mm. like... Mm -hmm. It's just kind of like coping mechanism for those who can see this or understand what's going yeah. on, I guess. Mm -hmm. But it does like it comes up multiple times and I don't know if they're trying to say anything. I think it just adds weight to her character. Yeah. I, I don't right, think there's right. any kind of message, but it, it shows that she's a, a complicated human like we all are. Yeah. And, and she's trying to deal with it in her own way. Yeah. 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 And I'm, I'm pretty sure you guys left it when you go back to rewatch it. Check. I'm pretty sure when the police officer told him what type of antidepressant she was taking, he went back and said to her a different name. But I didn't, oh. I didn't go back and rewind <laughs> it to double check. But I thought they said two <laughs> yeah, different they, drug names. Which yeah, exactly. She did have a bag full of them. I mean, yeah, God knows. knows. We didn't they hear from that a, a couple lot. Of different bottles. Yeah, we, in the '80s, it was all cocaine, right? That's what we, the '80s is known as, as far as drug-wise. Not not sure. pills and alcohol. Like pills and alcohol right. are a 2000 era thing. Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. So again, another. Uh, uh, a way of showing this film was ahead of its time a little bit, or <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. it'd be Feels radically modern. different if she was trying to cope by just doing a bunch of blood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's it's definitely more of a, a modern day way of dealing with it for sure. It is. Speaking <laughs> of, have we mentioned yet that it's 4:20 right now? Hey, nice. <laughs> not well, where I have to be said. Damn it. <laughs> they, they did have the pothead kids in there. But not. Uh, oh yeah. Didn't have them smoking. <laughs> oh yeah. So. That that party that they were in is like the the most awkward. <laughs> oh my god. Jesus. I know. Strip poker. And, like, I know. I was thinking. I hope these kids are eighteen that are in this movie. <laughs> and wasn't that, well, the Maybe one that's why like, it's not I don't want to take my clothes off. Stop making me. Like, I feel like he was so lame. And these girls are like just, the, just trying dude, to get him naked. And he's like, no. The weirdest looking dude. <laughs> he, was, he, like, looked, he was the me naked in front of girls. He was the bottom of a butthead. He looked like <laughs> he really did. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I, know, I, I was just—I I wanted to be at that party, man. <laughs> that sounded fun. Yeah, at least to be that one dude with the three girls. Yeah, I mean, just—they you know, were, they were definitely it. ready for it. <laughs> they wanted to see Randy's dick. It's just skin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, come on, Randy, we want to see your dick. And then she was a bitch. Randy, to him. why she do you think him... we invited you here? You're weird. <laughs> <laughs> we just want to see your dick. She made him leave in the rain with one shoe and no coat, too. I was like, that's <laughs> yeah. not very cool. He was going to show you his dick. Exactly. What's wrong with her? Man, Randy. Um, uh, was there any other, I guess, sort of like goofy things or, or just funny stuff you guys wanted to point out about the movie or any criticisms you had? Yeah, criticisms-wise, I, I, even though I still like this movie as a, as a, as a, a whole package, I mm -hmm. do think it kind of slips in the third act a little bit. I do think it, it drags a little bit, and it does take a shift. To it. But a lot of movies are like that. In fact, specifically, It Follows is like that for me, too. I think It, it Follows opens up so strong with mm -hmm. its premise and is so good for the first two acts, it's almost hard to wrap it up with a nice, neat little bow in the third act. Mm -hmm. uh, how do you do a climax with, with this premise, uh, like, a, mm -hmm. like a, a culmination? And I don't think either Soul Survivor or It Follows necessarily landed that stuck that landing mm. well i think one of the the reasons that it struggles with it specifically in soul survivor is that like the body counts real low in yeah. This, yeah and it yeah. does end up kind of becoming a slasher so right. for it to end up that way and to have such a low body count it's kind of struggling with its identity a little yes. bit yeah, i don't think sure. it, it fully you know ever goes into full slasher territory but it does take some nods from it sure i mean again yeah. it's 84 this is when everybody was was watching you know jason Voorhees yeah. and freddy krueger and, and again maybe somebody did come and say a producer like hey 
listen, kill this, somebody already. Yeah, this is what's popular <laughs> right now. We got to get yeah. some stabbing. That was in. my major uh, criticism with it was the pacing a little bit. Like the first, I think, hour of the movie, you're right with the body count, but it was like the ramp up wasn't. It was like getting there and then stopped. And then getting there again, does, yeah. and then stopped. And it's it just yeah. kept, after the pool kill. It's there's a weird little lull. There, there is, and it got into more of the drama, right? The relationship stuff, yeah. and and so right, right. Maybe we're spoiled today, but um, because I like I like a, I, I don't mind slow burn movies, but I do like a steady ramp up. So every yeah. encounter, it gets it more, you know, just doubles and doubles mm-hmm. and doubles yeah. until it's just insane at the end. Where I felt the the, the movie kind of suffered a little bit, and that could have been an editing, that could have been something where look we only have like this uh uh climactic story we need filler you know and so yeah. the pacing's a little mm-hmm. off for me but again it doesn't ruin it no yeah no and i'm in the same boat like i love the shit out of this movie mm-hmm. and i still think that there there is that lull in the like the, the last third that like all the stuff with her getting on the bus and everything like that there's that stretch there where you're like well where are you going right now? right like yeah what's, what's the next step sure but it's short and it doesn't get in the way too it much actually it's reminded me of that I, I think it's actually pretty cool how it opens up with her yeah. on yes. the bus yeah, too really and then cool. it kind of calls back to it uh-huh. that's a really cool uh, yeah, yeah. Thing. Um, I have left, less criticism and I like to just point out a few goofy things I caught throughout sure. the movie yeah uh, one of my favorite ones was when Dee Dee takes the pills and then she goes over and has the drink with her neighbor and she's like oh those movies that dead actresses in were stupid and no one cares about them. They were before I was born. And she was like, lots of stuff happened before you were born, like World War II and yeah. other <laughs> other shit. And then she just like passes out. Another I thought shit. that was funny. If you ask me, you're better off without Carla Davis. Who ever heard of her anyway? She's in some old movies I show on Channel 13 every once in a while. Nobody ever watches them. They're so stupid. They were made before I was born, even. Lots of things happened before you were born. Like what? I don't know. World War II. Lots of shit. Like those, World War II and other shit. And other yeah, cool. shit, yeah, exactly. Um, in the kitchen at at uh, Dee Dee's house, Carla, or uh, what's it, Christy is the neighbor? She goes in and there's just like a jar of marshmallows on the counter. I'm like, who is just an open jar of marshmallows? <laughs> I didn't even That's notice that. weird. Yeah, I don't know why. Like, she really attention. likes s'mores. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta be ready at any time. Who puts the last what the fuck thing? Container, but yeah, go ahead. Oh, the last what the fuck thing was. It was between the cab driver and then that radio show that he was listening to. I'm like, what the hell radio show? Was oh this yeah, that dude is a fucking creep. Yeah, yeah. And he he was like, oh, you don't have enough cash, oh, yeah. lady. Uh, we could work something out. I'm like, She's not gonna fuck you for forty two dollars, man. <laughs> fuck out of here, you dirtbag. Especially you, you dirtbag. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, at least he gets murdered. He gets fucking murdered. Yeah, yeah that's true. true. Yeah. That's true. He gets his. But yeah, that was kind of like. Um, is is everybody that's uh, either a cab driver or just walking by the cell are they that creepy or that desperate? I know. I know. I don't Plus know. Plus, he had a gun. Like in you his, said the weirdos are yeah. out. His gold yeah. box. But that radio show was hilarious. The people were calling in and they were like, <laughs> "It's like sex oh, line. I do uh, sexercise and yeah, yeah, yeah." I didn't know they had that much risky stuff That was like not late at night. That was in the middle of the day. I know. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That just. That was those were like kind of the few little moments that they threw in, almost like kind of a funny thing. I feel like not the, I mean the marshmallows on the counter wasn't a funny thing. That was just something stupid that my brain caught onto. Yeah. Uh, probably because I was watching it this morning and <laughs> celebrating 420 myself and was like, oh marshmallows. Go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of marshmallows, Dylan. 
Speaking of marshmallows, yeah, what? Yeah, uh, <laughs> when I first met Dylan, it was oh, in yeah. eighth grade, and I went to his eighth grade. Or, or, I don't know what. I met you in sixth grade. We, we what, know what, whatever. Yeah. But I went to your birthday party, I think, in eighth grade, and as party favors, he had a big old box of marshmallows, and he gave away bags of marshmallows. That was That's my awesome. mom's idea, and I'm never gonna live it down. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I, will, I will never forget it. The big full size ones. Yeah, yeah, wait, bag. it's like no, a, they were the they were the the smaller ones. Oh, the baby I don't remember, ones. Honestly, yeah. that's, yeah. that's one detail <laughs> little, little that I, baby <laughs> I did not remember. <laughs> Apparently, Thanks, I paid Mom. too much attention to marshmallows, but it's not the worst thing in the world. <laughs> uh, cool. So, uh, if we want to, I guess we'll just go around and give kind of a uh, final thought and and our love like rating. Uh, we also do have a fifth tier. Oh, I have to clear my throat before I announce this one. <clears throat> If, uh, if this is one of your all-time favorite movies, then we refer to it as, It's the best around. Nothing's ever going to keep it down. Okay. Sorry, I just get that out once. We're going to have to do a Is that a, real, is that a real thing? Yes. Do, I, do I have uh, to yes, sing yeah. it if I say it? Yes. Okay. Uh, you don't have to, but it is, it is no, on the table. Oh, no, I'm, I'm down. Yeah. So, uh, so why don't you go first, Devin? It's the best around. <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's in my top 100, so i got to get the song. There you go. Um, nice, yeah, legitimately. Nice. Uh, I can't imagine where it is. Probably in the fifty to hundred range, but that's still that that that's um that's no small feat for how many fucking you know <laughs> movies I've I've gone sure, through. Sure. In the, uh, so yeah, top one hundred material, which is very very good. Um, I give it four bags of marshmallows out of five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I I love it. This is this is top tier shit. Um, with with the the understanding that it is still not a fully polished movie it is mm-hmm. kind of in a sense a B movie from the mm-hmm. 80s mm-hmm. but it's but it's just one of a kind and man I, I it's just doesn't seem like it should exist yeah. right and it, there it is and there's something special about that so yeah immediately when I saw it I knew it was special had to give it to Dylan I thought of Dylan per, uh, first I was like this He's is always thinking of me I'm always honest. thinking oh. of him <laughs> but, his, but but his birthday was coming up too uh, so we do a birthday episode where we kind of get eating bags of marshmallows eating bags of marshmallows just like the old right. days but no, we gift each other movies, quote unquote, where we choose a movie that we think this person will like, or we try to troll them. Uh, Mostly, that's what I do. That's what Dylan yeah. does. He's an asshole. <laughs> but uh, I thought he would enjoy it. I, I knew immediately when I saw it, it was special, and and it, it remains to be that way to this day after multiple rewatches. So definitely, I love it. It's the best around. Four bags of marshmallows out of five. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, speaking of your birthday episodes, I'm really looking forward to ten years from now, the fortieth birthday episodes. Oh my god! The, oh, uh, we all fuck the, each other the, at the, the end. <laughs> So. Finally. Finally. <laughs> was that the thing that we agreed on? Oh, yeah. We're losing our virginity, buddy. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> Act like you haven't been thinking about it every week since we made that oh, wait, I, I just don't remember it. I swear. <laughs> perfectly normal, perfectly healthy. <laughs> that's right. That's right. There's nothing wrong. It's This is... Uh, in 10 years from now, it'll be even more it's normal. four boys who love each other. There's nothing <laughs> exactly. wrong with it. Yeah. In 10 years, it'll just be like putting on VR glasses and... <laughs> right. We won't even have to actually touch each other, so... From our life pods and you know, yeah, yeah, in the Matrix, definitely. <laughs> Was it Judge Dredd? Uh, cool. How about you, Not Marco? What's your yeah. your thoughts and uh, um, opinion? Yeah. So being from the same direct or writer director from one of my favorite movies, Night of the Comet. Honey, I blew up the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Honey, blew up the kids. Right. Um, <laughs> you know this. Uh, after talking with you guys, my 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 level spiked with it and my interest spiked with it because of the just a whole whenever you can sit down and just kind of like theorycraft 17 different directions and they all can mean Mm -hmm. one thing or separate things that blows my mind where 
Sure. Because the first time I watched it, I had to watch it again. You know, like the first time I watched it, I was like, okay, I get it, but I don't understand what's going How on. How long ago was that, Marco? Last week. <laughs> okay, so, Damn. okay. Yeah. You've been busy. Uh, yeah, this was this was uh, because when it came up for the show, I watched it for the show. I, I've never even, like I said, not even been on my radar. And um, it's one of those things where I was like, what am I, what is this? And, and I always put the time of the year it was made I don't I don't let that judge um, persuade me you know because there's yeah. a lot of technical sure. advantages and all that stuff that you can do differently today so I don't let the timing of it uh, uh, sway me but what I do look at I go is this a simple straightforward A to B story and absolutely not um, mm-hmm. I'm at the very high like almost to love this movie I still but what Paul just said I'm going to rewatch it again because of those things and try to look for different clues going around like Man, did this all happen because of her? Are they zombies are attacking her? Did this break to continue? What is going on here? And and that's what makes a great like talking point party movie kind of deal, right? So yeah, right. yeah I'm I'm so glad I actually, you know, this came on, you know, you guys brought this to the forefront. I get to watch it. Check mark a, a nostalgic movie or not nostalgic that I'd missed kind of movie uh, right. to do. But yeah, I, I, I really like it. Um, I'm at that very low love like because again there's just so much more i need to kind of dive into Mm -hmm. nice nice yeah i was just looking and there's actually also a soul survivor 2000s tv movie with billy zane yeah whoa whoa the zane train we're on the zane train zane plane we're like zane plane and then the one with uh with william shatner is from 1970 70 something right mm. so yes well market quality 70 shatner you sh- yeah. we need a soul survivor every decade now <laughs> yeah and there's also some documentary from 2013 mm-hmm. so we we have this decade checked then we just gotta yeah. get one in the 2020s <laughs> <laughs> honestly like I, I wouldn't mind them doing a remake of this it, it follows feels like a spiritual remake kind of yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. In, in the right hands it could be in the right, hands. In the right or, hands for sure or a sequel like do who the, would be, uh, who would be a director you got, man i don't know who, who would you who would you put on this uh, project soul survivor remake Mm. Uh, maybe I, someone like I always I always uh, default to like Jeremy Saulnier, but that's just because mm. I want to see him torture people. Yeah, and do die. more, right? I was so. gonna say I could I could use like maybe a more depressing kind of downbeat version <laughs> right. of this. I mean, obviously I'd David Robert see. Mitchell would, but he's already, he already done did. It follows, yeah. yeah, sure, um, basically, yeah, or maybe even Ari Aster, from yeah. Hereditary. Mm-hmm. Someone, who, someone who's good at, who's not going to be like your tongue in cheek, your your run of the mill. Somebody's going to take it serious. Someone's going to yeah. take it very seriously. Yeah. 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 It wouldn't. It couldn't be made funny for sure. For sure. No. They can't. Uh, they can't black Christmas it. No. Oh my God! Oh, Don't even get me started on that remake. Good <laughs> like God! That little yellow boy in the walls. Oh Jesus! <laughs> is that, is that that's, one, that's one of my least favorite remakes. Good God! We've had it. a lot of uh, different opinions about that. We've had people that absolutely hate that, and mm-hmm. people that love it. I've, I, never I've heard people it try because... to defend it, and I don't what? understand how you I, could. No. Yeah, I just like hearing people get mad about it. So. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all right, uh, Dylan, how about you? What's your opinion on this one? It's the best. Yeah, I love this fucking nice. movie. Uh, that was good. It's uh, it's in my top hundred, and it's actually pretty high up. I think it's in my top twenty. Honestly, wow, nice. There's something about this thing that just like checks all these boxes I didn't know I had. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I like kind of slow burns. I like mm-hmm. uh, kind of like downbeat horror movies that turn into something strange. And this one does without ever fully going off the rails. Like it's committed the whole way through to being what it is. And I still don't think there's really ever been anything else that's exactly what this is. Uh, it, it's got that wonderful feeling like we talked about. Like you, you you, watch it and you're like, how the hell does this exist? And why am I lucky enough to get to watch it? Yes. Uh, right. <laughs> and I, I, I just, I love that about it. Uh, this 
is hard as shit to find uh, until I think like a couple months ago they released a Blu-ray uh, release of it that I, I got, and it's a really good transfer. Uh, so if you're you're interested in it, you can actually pick it up cool. now. Can uh, you not rent it anywhere? I don't think so. Yeah, it? when I looked it up on Just Watch, you can stream it, it on YouTube. It, wasn't, it, <laughs> it was not anything. Oh, it's on YouTube. I was looking oh, yeah. for a trait like I was I found a, looking for a trailer. I found an HD forward. version that if anyone yeah. wants to hit me up privately, I might or might not be able to. Well, <laughs> and I feel like that, that that's the one of the right ways to do it. Maybe too is like get this from a buddy. Like get this from a friend and yeah. like, kind of talk about it. Like this is one of those ones, like the those water cooler ones, where you're like, holy shit. I found something new, right, uh, right. and uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I just I love it for that. I, this this movie is one of my faves. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, and something like this, if you can't if you can't legitimately stream it, I mean, what are you what are you supposed to do? They leave us no they're option not, but to be pirates. They're not they're not making royalties off this thing, right? <laughs> or for the right. most part, like yeah. go for it. Yeah, which is funny because with the the notoriety of Night of the Comet, you would think they would bring yep. this back, but I think it doesn't. It, it lacks what is successful in '80s cheese that is popular now, mm-hmm. right? Like you know, they're they're putting out these high quality versions of, of street trash and other just like kind like of, like there is a high quality version of street trash. Yeah, like just, just these shitty sort of B movies that they're like, oh look, it's a beautiful 4K transfer. Like, well, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm right there with you guys. I would say this one falls into my love category. Uh, the first the first watch, I was more in the like category, but I think I was a little bit confused. I also watched mm-hmm. it twice this week. I was just more confused, like what the victims were doing and then mm. once i once i applied the south park theory to it then it <laughs> right. worked for me south park fixes everything it's working <laughs> so <laughs> yeah uh once i applied that to it it, it it was like oh i totally get this now and and there's enough of these little breadcrumbs that they drop where you can pick up like the dr hunky pointing out that he can see the guy the the blood-filled mm-hmm. legs that get brought up a couple times right. like that type of stuff that makes you think that it's not just in her head too so and yeah i really appreciate uh getting this one brought to our attention as well mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's something that i will for sure go back to and watch again oh I, definitely I, hell yeah i um sometimes i get kind of bogged down with the the 80s uh, kind of repetition of, of things like a lot of stuff feels sort of samey sure and this this does feel like it's not of that time so yeah yeah all uh, right cool so why don't we take a quick break here and we will come back to talk about evil dead trap
Okay, we are back, and we're going to talk about our next movie, which was actually picked by Devin as one that you had previously covered on the show. And why don't you tell us a little bit about Evil Dead Trap? Evil Dead Trap. All right. Uh, this is one that I dug up when I was uh, always, of course, endlessly looking for, for fresh new movies. Not not necessarily new, mm-hmm. but I was looking for J-horror movies mm-hmm. and lesser-known J-horrors because I'm a big fan of J-horror. Uh, this one's 1988 called Evil Dead Trap. Um... Pretty simple premise, actually, uh, truth be told. We have a TV reporter. I believe her name is Nami. Nami, Nami uh, is a news reporter, and she gets basically what is a, a purported um, snuff film sent to her. She takes out a video, pops it in the VCR, and it looks like a snuff film, someone being murdered. And she recognizes where this is from or where, where this is being made, some abandoned warehouse. And uh, she takes her reporter friends and colleagues and wants to go to this warehouse and investigate where this snuff film might have come from. And then, of course, chaos ensues as they get to this. Really, the idea of going to investigate a snuff film yes. warehouse went well, wrong for them? <laughs> really Go figure. But yeah, right. um, speaking on why this movie really uh, shines for me is, A, I'm a huge J-horror fan. Absolutely love J-horror. And this is not your typical J-horror by any stretch. Right. And it just feels... Just like Soul Survivors, it feels like it shouldn't exist, or, yeah. and maybe shouldn't even be watched. Yeah. To be honest, at, at certain points, um, because quite frankly, if you even, I, which I have done this, Google '80s Japanese horror movies, they just almost don't exist. Like I, I the had weird not, dead zone. Yeah, yeah. The, you you don't see a lot of horror movies before the '90s gotcha. out of Japan, except if we're, if we're talking '50s, '60s. Obviously, yeah. there's some really older J horrors. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But this one just is, is it stands uh, on its own. And um, I love J-Horror. I love 80s slasher Americana. I love... Uh, which, weirdly, this is. Which this is. This is yeah. absolutely an homage to to a degree to 80s uh, slashers and horror. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love uh, electronic uh, uh, synth music, if that's what I'm looking for. Synth mm-hmm. music from the 80s. Mm-hmm. This kind of, And I love 80s gore, everything that, 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 that 80s practical slashers effects. bring to the mm-hmm. table. Yes, practical effects. Uh, love evil, love dead, I love traps, evil, traps yeah, uh, booby right. traps, all kind of stuff. And trap music, I, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> trap music. Well, maybe not. Trap and music. I love and, and I love weird eighties creatures and, and monsters, which somehow gets thrown into the fucking yep. equation at some point. <laughs> yes, it does. This movie is just so bizarre, but it's so bizarre in a way that I fucking love because there's really a lot of, quite frankly, you wouldn't believe it, a lot of craft behind this movie too. It's pretty well shot. There's some really cool camera work with pan yes. ins and pan outs and, and and like zoom ins and zoom outs. 
a lot of good stuff going in the autonomous movie and also a lot of real fucked up stuff going on yeah. so that i want to make the i'm going to uh, make that caveat real quickly this is a I mean, yeah, it's, it's there's a whole fun. scene in here that we firmly believe if you just remove it from the movie, the movie you've got a be much better. better movie. Oh, oh yes. sure, yeah. We all know what you're I actually fast to. forwarded the second <laughs> time yeah. I watched it. Yeah, so. we're, yeah, yeah. This, the, this movie's not for the faint of heart, and there is a scene quite literally where I think I'm going to edit it myself. Uh, with the super a, cut of it. Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to cut it out, and and then I'll, that's the, the 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 version I'm going to release. Much easier recommendation. <laughs> Absolutely, because. <laughs> It, it is pretty grimy and gritty and nasty yeah. without that scene, but it's it's just enough. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where where that scene's just not just not fun. Yeah. It, it's, <laughs> sure. Sure. Whenever you know we've done um, a few Japanese horror movies and I've kind of uh, began my journey of exploring more Japanese horror and everything. And of course, a lot of this is stuff from the past ten years, fifteen years, like that. Yeah. And there is a common theme of that culture and stuff. We've talked to other yeah. people too that you know. Sure. Um, and everybody's wondering what we're listening to. If you know Japanese horror, we're talking about really rapey scenes, and they happen to yes. throw rapey scenes in, um, just as a caveat, almost, almost like it's like, well, you haven't had your rapey it, scene it, yet. Have when does this come? Right. Yeah. It, and in this one, truly, it feels like it is out <laughs> of nowhere. And it, it, it feels too real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it feels a little yeah. bit. It's too very real. real. It's gross. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it is. And you're right. If they it, cut right. that six minute rape scene out, yes. it's long. <laughs> Too. Yeah, that's a it's huge so problem. It's so awkward. Yeah. yeah, I know. And of course, the rapist it's followed guy up by died. an awesome kill scene. Well, so. it, 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 yeah. it, it is followed up by an incredible kill scene. One of the, I mean, the, all the kills in this movie are next level yes. shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But the, yeah, the van, yeah. the van kill after the, the girl gets out of the van. Man, oh, that's such a cool. She just girl. did not have a good night. <laughs> uh, I no, know. nobody has a good no. night. No, no. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But uh, it's a uh, for everyone. I, I do love the the opening and like we we did this movie I think when we finally did it for the cast well after we'd seen it I think the first time sure. we did this for like a camera crew episode and and it this has the same feel to it as the setup like the the snuff film that she mm-hmm. receives yeah this has a real kind of snuffy air to it yeah and for the most part other than the scene that we mentioned like in a good way this feels like that yeah. kind of grime like maniac where you're watching it and you're like ooh yes. I shouldn't be yes. like Devin yeah. said like yes, this is, yeah, yeah. there's something off about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I love the, not only the the city that they show just as they're they're traveling out to this place, but mm-hmm. then the whole set that they are, are on this thing, like they are just exploring and then they actually find the actual building where the movie showed. Right. But that yeah. whole abandoned factory is just such a cool location for it. And they, yeah. they really use the space well and they, they did yep. kind of go back through some of the same places. But then there's yeah. a lot of new spaces. Yeah, to it, it, it'd be really easy for a movie like that to have a setting fatigue vibe to it to where you get kind of tired of the same old set. Mm-hmm. In the God background. knows we've seen some that have just been like wet yes. pipe factory that you it just is, get it's so bored. It's gross and yeah. annoying. Yeah, but right. this again, there's something about the camera work and the way they use the setting. There, uh, there is. This guy has some <laughs> some strange ability to, to to shoot a movie. It seems like he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's that guy's fucking name, by the way? His name is uh, Toshiharu Ikeda. Ikeda. Okay. Uh, and I, most of the other stuff that he's uh, directed, it looks like is pretty porny. Uh, so yeah. he, yeah. we can see where he got his start. I think a lot of the actors were actually porn. And yeah, and, and and it kind of feels that way, but almost in a way that benefits it weirdly. Like the the acting in this, and again, you know, there's the language barrier. So what do I fucking know? Sure, but right. the acting doesn't seem particularly good, oh, other than right. Nami, our main main girl. But that right. also adds to this weird little like kind of like you shouldn't be watching it. It's sort a very of. gritty movie that doesn't seem like it should exist, and you should watch it. Right. It's, it's a gritty '80s 
movie that doesn't even feel like as modern as 88. Well, with exception, right. it, it, it feels like it was shot in equipment from like the, the early 80s mm-hmm. or the late 70s even. But it, right. uh, it's it got does, some 90s ass camera effects but, in it. But too. it's got some, <laughs> it, yeah, absolutely. And some hairstyles, etc. It's all great though. It all adds to the yeah. charm. Uh, but I will say what isn't dated at all and maybe even ahead of its time um, are the practical effects, yeah. the kills, yeah. everything like that. The, the, the first 100%. kill. Um, yeah, the first kill involving like a bunch of spikes jutting out so good. Uh, into somebody as they're sitting down is so cool. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And that that's that kind of that that kind of sets the the tone right well, there. You're like, I know what I'm getting into mm-hmm. now. Baby. That's the trap in the title, and and that's yeah. one of the things that I do like about this. In in terms of like as a slasher, it st- sets itself apart. Yes. Kind of pre-saw almost. Like you've got Very a lot of these so. like weird little traps that do yes. the killing, not necessarily like a guy doing yes. it. Uh, yeah, and yeah. even when when the slasher guy does his slashing, it's not really truly slashing. It's it's weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. like we mentioned, the one that happens after the really unfortunate scene involves like not a knife or anything, but a, a fucking noose. Right. And you're yes. like, whoa, weird. Yeah, and getting spiked on your head. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. What a cool ass <laughs> shot too. That I shot know. of her basically being strung over that van, yeah. which which is so cool. I don't even know how they did that without actually hurting that poor yeah. actress. <laughs> Again, how well, it she just kind of snuffier, like, somebody they, died. Yeah, she <laughs> might have actually been killed. It's real. I'm it's all sure. real. No, it's very yeah. gutsy. You're 100% right. It's gutsy because you could put, you can write all this kind of like, you know, death scene on paper, right? And a lot of people go, well, we can't do this. So we'll just uh, do right. an off-camera kill or something like that to trick it. But right. no, uh, what's great about this movie and Japanese horror movies in general is that, no, they, they go for it. They're gonna show yeah. you spikes going through somebody. They're gonna show you, you know, yeah, slicing yeah. an eyeball. They're gonna show you. Yeah, that's like the first thing you see in the yeah, movie. Yeah, you know, Just <laughs> cutting fucking skin open and, and poking eyeballs with the fucking uh, water gushing out. God damn. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. see this. Even stuff. cutting into the eyelid after cutting. Yeah, it's so nasty. Oh my god. Like, you know, stop already. Yeah, it's very gutsy in that in that aspect. Sure, yeah. sure. Um, and, and you mentioned about the the trap where the spikes come through the floor and the wall mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, first of all, how stoked was that guy that that actually paid off? That somebody just happened to sit in that seat that he spent <laughs> yeah. all the time setting that shit up. But in a like, massive abandoned factory, this is the one chair she chose yeah. to sit in. If somebody sits in this like, seat, jackpot. man, it's gonna be fucking sweet. Didn't she do it because there was like maggots falling on her? Or yeah, something? she got scared yeah, into it. But yeah. again, also like she had to open that one. Like you know, he was just sitting in the back, back of the room, just like, "Come on, maggots, and we'll go over to the maggots." Oh yeah, get scared of the maggots. Go towards yeah. the chair. Yeah, it's whole... like a game of mousetrap. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Rude Goldberg it's stuff. It's funny because uh, but when maggots are the only thing that I it skis me out, man. That really like, so gross, anytime yeah. they're in movies, I just go. I, that works for me as far as like, oh, I'm I'm legit like. Not what is cool. what is that Fulci one? Is it a uh, uh, the Beyond? Beyond? No, no, uh, no. There's one the one the... where he just like throws like buckets of maggots Zombie? on the actors. Oh, City of no, the Dead. City of the, the, the Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. City of the Dead. Jesus Christ, I, that gets yeah. me every time. I'm telling you, that's like oh, right. can't do it. This this feels actually kind of Fulci esque. Like uh, oh, uh, yeah, on yeah. revisit, I always kind of associated this with like American slashers, but sure. it almost. Feels like the good parts of a giallo, like of the, sure. the intense sure, gore, sure. And intense shit like gore, that. Uh, synth music, etc. Uh, this is—I'm uh, sure you guys caught this, but there's, uh, this is pretty meta in that uh, this is certainly an homage. In the beginning of the movie, when they're having casual dialogue with each other, one of the characters says, yeah. "Do you like scary movies?" Right. And they're like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. I love scary movies." Like, this is definitely a th- uh, like a send up to I think Americana. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It also, though, it does, I think, fall into some of the same traps as Giallo's, too, where there is a, a, a pervasive yes. sense of what in the fuck is going on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and it's well, not it, necessarily due to, like, the, the weird dubbing or anything like that, but, like, 
the the crew seems as lost as <laughs> as you know we right. do eventually you're just like where is everybody what's happening i think it starts off pretty uh, clean and tight it, it does it, this, yeah. this if we're if we're getting into issue territory the major major issue outside of that one unfortunate scene is for me the third act man there's a point it's rough where she, she's walking through a hallway and then walking around a car it seems like it feels like forever. I think it's a solid ten minutes, though. Yeah, yeah there's of, a lot of meandering. Of her just and how do they get on the roof? Yeah, meandering. The roof of the, of the yeah. Dude, what I don't know. <laughs> they yeah, they yeah, fall yeah, into yeah, a yeah, pit, yeah, end yeah. up on the roof. I don't. Uh, <laughs> what happened there? So, but well, it's, it's a shame too. It's like a labyrinth. Yeah, yeah. Early on, it's it's really well paced. We've got like yes. enough warm bodies to die that you're just like, I can't wait to see that person get fall into a trap. Yes, this person. Yes. And once they once they get removed from the, you're like, what the am cutter, I? You're like, what am oh, I watching boy. now? And I think that would ruin the movie with the exception of what ends up fucking <laughs> yeah. happening. You're just like, what? If, right, if this right. movie didn't end the way it ended, like, it, it might have honestly been a, a total bummer. But, man, the, the way this fucking movie ends is <laughs> it unbelievable. Is, it is gutsy. Yeah. If they, yeah. If they cut that 10-minute chunk down to about two minutes... Yeah. Trim the fat a little bit. I, I think you have a pretty airtight, yeah. perfect ninety-minute movie. Agree. There's no reason this, this movie needs to be an hour and forty no, minutes. No, no. Sure, and, sure. And the ending is Absolutely. one of my like that kind of ending <laughs> to me. Leaving it open, right? Like, uh, did something happen? Oh, and then it continues on as the credits roll. I love that. They kind just break of, up in a whole another genre yes, and open yes. it up. They're like, yep, yeah, let's yeah, leave that I open. I love those. You're like, yes. where the fuck did yeah, this? Yeah, it from? just made it's so like much three sense. different movies. It is. Yes. It is. It is. Well, they weirdly, we we ended up doing uh, the sequel to this for the cast at one point, right. um, and it is it, it follows from that, not the original. It's like not right. tied to the original in anything True except sequel. for what happens at the end. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is. It's weird. It's a very different. movie. It feels even more so like this movie doesn't exist, and somehow we have it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the second one is bizarre. Nice. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah, that you get more of that at least. There's a third one too, and I is cannot really? find Evil Dead Trap Three. I can't find it online. I can't find a DVD of it. Use hmm. new whatever. Like huh. I, can't, I don't know why there'd be a new DVD of Evil Dead Trap Three, but <laughs> just for you, buddy. Yeah, but yeah I, right. I would. Th- these are movies that I, I just love to fucking unearth, and and because it just feels like they again they should not be watched. They shouldn't exist. Right. And I feel a little naughty watching them, and I wish I could get my hands on that third one. Mm. Right, right. Um, I I love. All of the characters in this too, even though, you know, like it's like we said, it seems kind of like they're not the best actors, but yeah, they have kind of these cool little mm-hmm. character arcs to some of yes. them that they play out. They're each, they're each their own person, which you could easily right. be lost in an '80s J horror. You could be like, oh great, these all these characters seem the same to me. They're all oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, they all talk the same. They're all blah blah blah. But this, these, these each have their own and little characters. Considering that these people were apparently porn actors too, like they're doing a pretty they're good job. They're not bad. Like, <laughs> sure, it's sure. not bad. Plus, they have a good fucking scene, so... Right. Yeah, like, <laughs> that scene is actually so gratuitous. It, it, I was laughing yesterday when I, I watched it. Because I was, they I was watching it going... My- yeah, my ahead. girlfriend's in the background and and I'm watching it and she goes, she goes, do all Japanese movies have like long fucking scenes in yes. them or what? I'm it like, seems the, like the, it. the funniest. Uh, yeah, if it's not that, funniest, it's rape. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the funniest little nuance to that scene, the touch of it, is when they're, they're fucking for so long, just like normal ass missionary style or whatever, and then at the very end he just flips her over and then the yeah, scene, yeah. and then it cuts to the next. Scene. Yeah, this is the kind of thing that makes it also hard to recommend. Like this is, uh, I think, the first movie that my then girlfriend now wife 
wife watched with us oh. was this. Oh yeah, <laughs> and like she still remembers it for that. She's like, oh, you mean that really weird fucking rapey yes. <laughs> Japanese so, movie? Uh, when we, we're like, yeah. When we would unearth these movies and we had a good feeling about them because of whatever kind of research we did, we would just have a bunch of friends over and project this on a wall or a screen right. and just watch it for the first time together. And it, sometimes it worked, other times <laughs> it didn't. That's why. There, imagine a, a room full of people watching a six-minute race. Yeah, there are parts of this movie where you like you you get that perfect like group watch where you're like fist pumping like holy shit did you see that and then there's the other times where you look yeah. around and then you're like holy shit it's did you see that dead silent just, and everyone's just kind of like you see that one boy like, or one friend it's smiling. like watching a sex scene with your parents yeah. yes it, it, yeah oh yeah during the rape yeah. scene you see that one friend smiling you just don't invite him in. you're like yep. yeah <laughs> you're done yeah. buddy dave <laughs> is no longer in actually did yeah <laughs> <laughs> We're, you're not welcome here, sir. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I just think everyone is as great as far as just having these little bit of personality, and I like that it sort of also, to me at least, it seemed like it toyed with whether there was a supernatural thing or right, not. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, like when that that thing with the spikes coming through the floor and stabbing through, I think it was Ray was her name. Ray. Yeah. And I, at first I was like, well, is this a trap or is the house just like trying to kill people uh, by itself? You know, like the house mm-hmm. or the factory or whatever is also still don't know actually possessed I mean, or something. Like there was some stuff seemed like the factory was doing on its own. Some stuff seemed right. like the guy was behind it. The answer is and then, a lot of the yes traps too. They yes. don't show the mechanism behind. You're like, what? How does well, that and they work? Even, kind of start to show like is he crazy is he imagining that he has a brother that's right. a ghost yeah. or yeah. is it really a ghost or is it a weird internal twin monster <laughs> yeah. thing I, I think which it is yeah. i think oh, yeah. <laughs> you know the only logical option well that's yeah, what yeah. i'm saying it's any any question that you have of this movie just answer it with yes yes right. <laughs> is yeah. it a ghost that's fair, yes. yeah. is it uh just a lunatic yep everything Yep. And, and it'll be all right. Well, did this man create a, a massive 50 yard long zip line to put dead bodies on? <laughs> no. and yep. yep. Sure is. <laughs> they did that. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Why did he do that? Because it was fun. Yeah. Because it's real scary. Why did he do that? Yeah. Yes. 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 Exactly. Yes. exactly. Uh, one, of the, one of the few funny moments of the movie, I thought, was after. She, I don't even remember what the guy's name is, but the, the guy that's the killer that has. The, bad boy. B- yeah. Bad of the bone boy. <laughs> but when, the dude when dressed she meets in a him, suit and sandals, yeah. And, and he seems like he is a good guy that's trying to help her out or whatever. And right, right. They, he goes to chase after his brother. And he gets shot in the shoulder with an arrow somehow, and, <laughs> yeah. and then the, she she comes over and he's like, "Here, take the you know whatever takes the arrow out." And he's like, "I gotta go find whoever." And he he lifts his leg and just cuts a huge fart, Does and he? then runs <laughs> off. Did you guys catch that? No. I don't remember that part. Jesus. Wait, what is it? So he when he meets with Nami at, for the first time that they're like talking, they're yeah. sitting on the stairs, yes. and he says, "But yes. my brother." Right. Is here, and then he knocks the ball down the stairs, and he goes yes. after her to like find him. And he goes around yeah. the corner and he's like, oh, what's this? And he gets shot with the arrow. And she goes to yeah. see what happened. And he pulls the arrow out and he's like, I got to go chase after him. I saw the killer. And then he lifts his leg and then he rips a huge fart. And then, <laughs> and, then he, and then he takes off. Recall That's that hilarious. Part. I guarantee every time we've watched it, Blizzard's just farted over it. Anytime yeah. soon somebody lifts his leg. I'm gonna, yeah. Later on, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll record it on my phone. I'll send it to you guys. Okay, perfect. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> that fart content I crave. Because I was like, did I just see that happen? And I rewound it back and I'm like, sure enough, I... I swear to God, I saw that happen. <laughs> That's funny. And the answer to why they did that? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. I was like, dude. why did he just fart? Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> did that? Yes. Hola. 
any, oh, I guess uh, besides criticisms on the too long of rape scene, well, any <laughs> rape any. scene is too long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, any rape scene or the weirdly too long of sex scene or some of the meandering stuff. Uh, Do you guys yeah. have any other sort of just weird things or, or stuff that you didn't quite understand why it there's, was happening? Or there's the one thing that I, when I think about this movie, I always think about its soundtrack and that's for yes. good and for bad. Yeah. Like, I, I really love the song that they play in this movie, like <laughs> kind of its theme. It right. sounds like uh, like a giallo, like, a, yeah. like they've taken it straight from, you know, an Argento or something. They don't really iterate on they it a lot. Play the same they just thing. play it over and over, and yeah. that's one of the reasons why I think scenes like her wandering down the hallways and everything, like because it's got the <laughs> like over yeah, and yeah. over and over and over. That's why right, some right. of it drags. It's almost like too much of a good thing. Uh-huh. You start to feel yeah, hungover from it. Yeah, starts to feel too it. long just because yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what... But uh, I still, like, I'll, I'll, I'll throw on that theme song every now and then. When I'm yeah. just like, I, need to, I need to do oh, it's, that. Oh, it's top tier 80 cent. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. But a little uh, variety think... would be nice. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I think that really you you kind of nailed all the all the issues I had with it. Uh, one six minute scene and then one ten minute lull towards the end. Uh, if you mm-hmm. trim the fat, take that scene out. I really have very few, if any, complaints. I you've you've been talking about doing this project of like cutting yeah. this thing down to size, mm-hmm. and yeah. I really want you to do it because might, it would I be might, like the perfect version to just show it a marathon. Or I something. might try to do that uh, eventually nice. and cut it down to a good uh, hour and in thirty minutes rather than an hour and forty one yeah, minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. Because be because cool. to go to kind of uh, reverse the question, I mean, I, I have to go back and and I want to be more explicit about some of these kills and stuff. First off, that zipline scene is fucking it's great. Yes, yeah. awesome. Yes. And yeah, there, there's a meta ness to this movie because again, it, it's obviously a send up to horror. It's also about a camera crew. They have cameras. Mm-hmm. Like they're making they make movies. Right. And th- there's you can even entertain. Maybe this guy knows this is a camera crew coming to investigate. I'm gonna put on a show for them. Sure. I'm gonna put this this body right. in a zip line, and I'm gonna I'm gonna show them I'm gonna show them what they want to see. Normally he wouldn't do that, but when company comes around, <laughs> he rolls it out. Yeah. Com- oh yeah, and, yeah. And, they, and they have cameras, and, and they're and they're gonna they maybe they're gonna film. I, I do think he's kind of doing this as a show for them. Yeah. Um, and and then that also brings up maybe the best kill is that total jigsaw trap oh my God, oh, yeah. at the oh, end yeah, with, yeah. With, with the the face being cut not not I perfectly know. in half, but yeah. like it's almost like, which also. It, it shows that his traps are, 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 are they're human. They're not yes. pristine traps. The, the, the blade yeah. comes out and, and cuts like the side of her face. It's great, yeah. Which is mm-hmm. an interesting little nuance. Like it doesn't just cut it clean in half or cut her head off like you would see in a lot of 80s movies. Right. Head goes flying off. It just cut, it, it almost barely misses, but hits just enough for her to still die. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, yeah, really yeah. brutal. And that scene in itself is also shot so well. There's a great pan mm-hmm. where where she's kind of walking through that room and, and the camera's panning with her 
it looks like a piece of performance art the setup yes. to it too like it's intricate yeah you're, yes. you're just like how exactly is this going to kill and how, her and then it how uncomfortable does it in a way you don't was expect it make it that they make those long shots to make you uncomfortable like yeah. Yeah, get definitely. to it, get to it. I need to see it. Like, what's going on? There's got to be something. Yeah. yeah. And they, they do the opposite, too, of, like, kind of jump scaring you with a couple of them. The the spikes coming from the yeah. floor thing. Like, you do not expect Out that to happen where, when it happens and how it happens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> and to set up that, that kill we just talked about, uh, there's also that great Saw-esque scene of all those cameras being, or all TVs. those TVs oh, in that yeah. room. Oh, what yeah, a yeah. cool fucking scene. The right. the audio in that, in that room, that scene, too, yes. was amazing. Like, like yeah. the vocals when she's saying, you know, help me do this one, and it's like help me, different, me. different tones and different pitches. I I just sit there and uh, my second uh, viewing of this was that was like I just paused, rewound, and just like viewed it again. And like, wow, this is like something you yeah. want to put on your wall. It's art. Yeah, you know? it's yeah. It, it again, it, it seems like that in moments like that where you realize there's weirdly some craft behind this movie yes, uh, yes. called Evil Dead Trap out of Japan in 1988. Directed by like a porn director. Yeah, this dude. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, all right, you had this in. There's yeah. a scene towards at the very very <laughs> end too in the third act with all those sparks shooting around and they do that camera pan yep. of her kind of like stumbling around with, with all these like sparks and flames. It looks, it's a good looking movie mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think the only criticism I had besides the things we had mentioned was um the fact that it does shift into like these three different stories, sure. And, yeah. and if it, uh, it's funny because when I had posted on Facebook about it, and one of our friends had said it's it's totally like a Giallo movie, and it's funny that you guys brought that up as well, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I feel like it falls into that thing of it doesn't set anything up; it like just does a whole bunch of it stuff. Just does it yeah. right? Because <laughs> here's the thing that's just happening, and so wouldn't it be like, cool if? Yes. Well, yeah. So. It, like the whole first hour of the movie is basically this the slasher story and then all of a sudden it becomes this weird his supernatural like his his ghost brother or something that uh-huh. that he's trying to find and stop from killing them and then it turns into a monster thing at the end and yeah. you're like so it, it really is, it a, is a ghost a long movie game. a monster movie a slasher movie <laughs> it's a long this, game this movie yes. has it, it yeah. somehow shows you everything at the end and still leaves you with every question exactly. you're just like wait what <laughs> right right yeah and i think that's what makes it fun to watch too is the it has all of these different pieces. And the first time I watched it, I did start to feel a little bit of fatigue. I think the music does make it feel yeah. long. Yeah, yeah, sure. The the walking around and doing nothing kind of scenes Absolutely. make it feel long and stuff. So when I watched it again, knowing that that was going to be in there, then it was it was easier to kind of look past that and just go, I was going like, to say, oh, this is crazy. the first time I watched this movie, I was like, man, this movie drags. And then the second, third, fourth times, mm-hmm. when I know it's there... Yes. It, it seems fine. Well, it's also like yeah, the right. ideal movie to have the fast forward button ready and just be like, yeah. I'm going to go, go <laughs> well, ahead and fast I guess, forward to the cool part. I like, guess yeah. there's the obvious notion, too, that when you're first watching it, you don't know you're going to get what you're going to get at the end. Right. So the right. second oh time, God. third time around, you're like, this is okay. I can wait this 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be worth it. Yeah. Oh, 100%, right. 100% knowing what the movie or where it's going to go. Yeah. And then viewing it again, you're just like, okay, now let's let's go this, and you can come to daddy. Yeah, dude. Uh, it's almost like a breather. Like I could use this ten minute breather actually, because shit's about to get right. fucking yes. weird. Go make yourself a drink and get ready yeah. for some fucking insanity. Yeah, and I'm I my, one of my favorite genres of horror is the monsters, right? Monster horror. There I you go. love monsters. Sure. And, and this movie that turned into a monster movie at the end. <laughs> and there's a, there's a shot sure. in there with the with the uh, with the baby or whatever the twin coming out of them. And who fucking knows? Yeah, and you don't see. It, and there's that it's like backlit with like orange and oh yeah. That to me less yeah. is more right. That is such sure. a perfect. It, I've looked at. It, I go. 
that's perfect don't show any more yeah. than that like that is so cool yeah. because it leaves yourself up to interpretation imagination that, mm-hmm. I, I just like that transformation scene is dynamite yes. it's, it's really really good yes. yeah I, I, and it looks like right, it's from right. a, a completely different movie. Like it really it is. is. Like it's just out of nowhere. You're like, what my, the fuck? My text to Paul was right after I viewed it the first time was was Evil Dead Trap. What the fuck? Like you know, <laughs> yeah. in a good yes. way, not yes. not like you know. Sure. It was like no, it's an absolute what the fuck. And I immediately yeah, went right. and, and watched it second time. Look, I got this movie yesterday, guys. Because oh yeah, because I had to buy it, you know. And I was like, and it wasn't coming in on time, so I told him like, look, I'm gonna buy it, and it's coming in Friday. I'm watching it, and I watched it like. And really watched it, you know, uh, yeah. uh, several times. You know, I, I watched, it, watched it back to back. I did. Said. I watched it back to back. Whoa. Yeah, I watched it back to back, and then I was I was going to specific scenes, trying to figure out what the hell was going on, what did I miss, and yeah, it, that nice. is commitment. And I'm telling you right now, like you know, the difference between this one and we try way too hard. Yeah, and Soul Survivor <laughs> was like, you know, this movie doesn't have a lot of, to me, doesn't have a lot of uh, downtime. I mean, even the downtime is intriguing. You know, right, um, right. as soon as I figured this movie out, nope, the movie just slapped me on the head and said, nope, you, this is oh, yeah, completely yeah. what you think mm-hmm. it is not. It's like, hey, what if I was every genre? <laughs> yes, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this okay. movie is absolutely like saying it's one of a kind is a gross understatement. But you're right. It's 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 both, you know, slasher or kind of saw saw type uh, jigsaw trap move, uh, genre. Mm-hmm. We got. The, the monster genre, we got basically low budget porn. Yeah, genre going yeah. On. I mean, the only yeah, genre yeah. you can apply to this is just horror. Yes. Like general yeah. horror. Yes. Like yes. it is just right. a little bit of everything. It is. It is. Bag. I mean, again, it's, it's a send up, so you're going to get a lot of different uh, kind of uh, subgenres in yeah. there. Yeah, it's like a mixtape. Right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah actually, <laughs> that's really accurate. <laughs> yep. It's a Japanese horror send up mixtape. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. Well, why don't we we can go around and just kind of give our final thoughts and yeah. our opinion of this. Uh, I don't remember who did we do Devin yes. first last time. Yeah. So let's start with Devin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, this is this was my choice. Um, as soon as I saw this, I knew I was gonna love it um, because again, it's got everything I want in a horror movie. Six minute uh, rape scenes, maybe? except the six minute rape scene. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. want that. If it was five, oh, maybe, yeah. but six a little too long. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, it's what if it's uh, male on male? Is that different? Uh, sure. We had that recently. Yeah, we too. did have that. Oh yeah. Oh, man. oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't edit that. Um, Never mind. Jesus. <laughs> uh, I, f- I don't want to sound like a broken record, but it yeah, just—it just you. feels like it shouldn't exist. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it feels like I'm the only one who's ever seen this movie when I watch it. It definitely feels that way. Yeah, um, and it, it's—you can—you will not find a lot of '80s Japanese horror, let alone '80s Japanese horror that is like this movie. Mm-hmm. You're not going to find any movie like this movie. I feel like, mm-hmm. and it sucks because I'd like to find more. Um, was it Kanton? That's the closest Kanton thing I think is we very found. close. And I was going to recommend to you guys Sweet Home by the director oh, of, that one's dope. of Cairo. Okay. Um, well, what's okay. his name? Sweet Home is an 80s or maybe early 90s uh, Japanese horror, which is out of, out of this world of really cool practical effects. Anyway, this movie has this incredible, gritty B-movie feel to it with A-tier yeah. effects yeah. and kills mm-hmm. um, and a lot of craft behind it. It's just it just seems like a B movie that rose you know rose to the top and, and somehow broke out of that B tier mm-hmm. because of its effects because of its craft, um, which we see in a lot of, of, of American B movies but you don't see it in Japan right or out of Japan rather mm-hmm. so you you need to see this if you're a fan of of really horror in general I feel like but specifically 80s Americana slasher horror uh, or J horror or both. You have to see it because it's just one of a kind, and there's nothing else like it. Whenever you see a movie 
where there's just nothing else like it and it doesn't suck you need to see <laughs> yes. it yes and this sure, movie sure. yeah in my opinion this movie is great it's in my top 50 maybe top 25 even because there's just every time i see it i'm like how how does this exist i love this nice. um you've heard the caveats you get it terrible rape scene kind of lulls for 10 minutes otherwise for me it's, it's quite perfect for an, an insane horror movie yeah. uh, out of japan I, I i definitely love it beautiful oh, also it's a best <laughs> i was waiting for it <laughs> nothing is ever going to keep it down yes yes as they say mm-hmm. uh perfect uh what about you marco yeah um like I said, I, I told that little tale of I just got this movie because Paul and I were trying or he was trying to find me a copy and couldn't do it. You guys both own it now, right? Yeah, and, <laughs> and you know what? And I told him, I said, look, I'm, I'm always willing yes. to buy a movie if it, it. Uh, you know, just to add to a collection in, in yes. any way. I am so happy I got it. I am so yes. happy that it's on, like it's one of those things where if I have friends over, if I ever get friends, by the way, uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I'll send you a tape. How about that? Um yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with directions leading to my house. So, <laughs> I, I see a lot of influences on today's uh, culture, like or even the ring. That whole thing about backtracking the sure, videotape yeah. locations and and that yeah. whole detective thing, you know, that was cool. I thought that setup was amazing. They do some pretty piss poor detective work. <laughs> they sure do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they sure. It was a. It was this movie is like um, one of the like the killer's elaborate plan to just you know do all these things i still don't know what the ball gag rapey guy was doing there in the first place Who but knows? again <laughs> if we're gonna cut him out of the movie then i don't need to know so <laughs> dude i i love this movie i love it like from what i'm so glad you yeah this, the the short time that i have it in my possession right now i'm at that moment that moment like oh my god I, i'm gonna talk about this today and i'm so excited about it and um, yes. It's going to be in my repertoire now. It's very interesting to note that you said that Japanese horror in the '80s didn't have a lot. Like they're like they no. just started coming into their own later on. That's that's interesting, yeah. you know, um, to see like where. Of course, you're going to see a lot of Italian influences and American influences yeah. in that, and and then they started you know perfecting those rape scenes, right? So, so <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, dude. So I love it. Um, I can't wait to watch it again. I really won't. Uh, <laughs> After two times in a row, damn. Yeah, seriously. I, I, I'm one of those um, OCD people. I'll watch it over and over and over and over. And then the day I don't, then I'll just it'll go in the back catalog until I do it again. So, yeah. <laughs> but so thank you guys for referring this movie and, and digging yeah. it out of the gutters for everybody to see, yes. so to speak. So It's definitely where it was. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, definitely. No, I love it. Rolling around with magnets. Yeah, I don't know where it's going to fit <laughs> on a on a list yet because, again, I, I still right. have to, you know, process it. I'm still in the mo- uh, pro- you know, processing this whole thing. So sure. I don't know where it's going to be in that list of movies if I bring it into a top something, but it's definitely going to be looked at. Nice. Hell yeah. All right. What about you, Dylan? Yeah, I, uh, I, I get a hundred percent why Devin loves this one so much and I definitely feel some of the same ways about it but for me this one is not among my favorites despite being just fucking interesting Mm. it is a strange strange movie Um, (laughs) and I think that's what I think it's realistically probably like a B plus or so for me but it it gets elevated a little bit by just the fact that you have not quite seen anything (laughs) like this Uh, you know like we talked about with Soul Survivor even though there are definite things that it took influence from and that it later influenced it kind of stands on its own, uh, even in regards to like its sequel, which is different in a lot of different ways. Oh yeah. But right. this thing is just so like 
ballsy mm-hmm. and weird that there, there's something you can't look away from even when the movie kind of begs you to. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. all right, I guess I'm in. Uh, Devin <laughs> nailed it when he said that like this feels like something you should not be watching. It feels right. like the snuff film that is in the movie. Like, yeah. you, you get that same sense from it. Uh, and for nailing that aspect, I think it's definitely recommended. Like, uh, you've heard the caveats. Like, they're pretty fucking big ones. Yeah. Uh, but in spite of that, this thing is endearing and weird. And uh, I still dig <laughs> yep. it. It's yep. uh, I like it. I don't love it, but I, I really do like Very this cool. movie. Nice, nice. Uh, cool. Well, I have the easy job of going last and saying... Isn't it Blue Sir that always gets to go last and is like, I'll just <laughs> say that these guys uh, said my thoughts. Yeah, <laughs> he loves that. <laughs> but no, I, I totally agree with, with what everyone has said about this. Um, kind of the one takeaway from both of these movies besides being hidden gems is sort of the uniqueness mm-hmm, of them, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. They, they both are very tonally much different types of movies and obviously oh, very yeah. different stories. But the, the desire to do something different even if doing something different is making a mixtape of a whole bunch of shit from other stuff right like this movie is and i also i didn't watch it back to back but i watched it twice within like a week since i got it and this this one definitely needed a second watch i was like what the fuck just happened (laughs) (laughs) i'm still saying that but uh yeah yeah second one is not gonna help that but no I, i think i think it did actually help in a way of just sorting some of those things out where like I pointed out before that it just has kind of these unearned happenings that go on in the movie yeah mm-hmm. and and you're like oh wait, wait what why is that like why is the mom's voice on a tape recorder what does the mom have to do with anything oh nothing yes. oh, okay, right. I forgot about that yeah. the answer is yes <laughs> or the, the one thing I forgot to mention when we were just uh, kind of some of the jokey stuff in it, but not necessarily a joke, but they did that great job of the scene where he's going to kill the girls, the photographer, and it, it's like all these flashes over and over and over and over again oh, to right, show yeah. you right. little bits at a time. And then he just kills her by like cutting her palm. Yeah. It's like, what, what happened? <laughs> yeah. He just cut her hand and then she died? Like, it should have been a cooler kill than that, but come on. Especially for all the other stuff they did. She got yeah. Uh, it was like they set up a great kill, but didn't didn't actually pay off. But anyways, <laughs> uh, I would say that I that I love this movie just right on the border of like it's it almost uh, a like, but not you know a little bit above that. Like just the mm-hmm. the charm, the like the crazy kills in it, three and stuff, and a half the, or something. Yeah. The bizarreness. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like when you have a crush yeah. on a girl, you like or you like like. Yeah, her. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a like. I just like. feel like the last yeah. subcategories. half hour of the movie that is horror, like horror defined. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because yeah. again, I'm a sucker for monsters, right? Give me monsters. Right. Like, I love that shit. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, uh, definitely another one that I appreciate. I, I I even heard the shows when you guys talked about them, but never had sought it out. So I appreciate that now you forced me to have to seek it out. <laughs> Asking you to be on my show. It's really so. fucked up when you think about it. Like we just forced you to watch Evil Dead. You're right. Movies. <laughs> You're gonna watch this. It's a, it's, it's a thank. Not you? the worst thing we've watched in a while. <laughs> yeah, with so. the question mark. When I sit, when I sit my <laughs> son down and be like, son, you're gonna watch this. <laughs> and show him Evil right, Dead right. Trap. Dad, I'm five. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta yeah. learn something. Well, we just, we just recently did the Chan Wook Park trilogy, so that was a little more <laughs> yeah. fucked up in this movie. Oh, oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm telling you, there's a theme. The uh, Vengeance trilogy. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, that one's a little bit more mean than this one, I feel like. Oh, yeah. The thing is, that, well, <laughs> that, that's the thing. The, the, despite that one awful scene, this doesn't have a mean feel to it. We've, it seen, right. we've seen movies with less explicit shit in it that just felt way grosser and dirtier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Trash comes to mind. You mentioned yeah. earlier, like, that movie's oh, yeah, yeah. mean as fuck. And yeah. this one has similar, like, levels of grotesqueness to it, but it doesn't... It's- it's Other having fun, no dude. It's, it's, fun. Ha- oh, yeah. it's having fun. It's, yeah. it's again, it's a send up. Mm-hmm. It's gritty. It's brutal. 
but it's still fun in a really dark way. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It even makes a fart joke that if you blink, you miss <laughs> That's when you know it's a little something for everybody. <laughs> something for everybody, yeah. <laughs> I still don't believe this. I, I need you to send me that clip. Yeah, I'm going to pop the DVD in afterwards. Very and I'll, cool. I'll text it to you. But, uh... If I can, if I can, I'll clip it to put it in the show at some point. <laughs> Perfect. I mean, you won't understand what he says, but you'll hear the farts. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> That'll be the funniest little clip. Just like, how do we do it? What the fuck is what's this podcast? <laughs> That's just how the show starts. We, yeah, we're going to change our intro song to that. That'd be funny. Yeah. <laughs> just Japanese dialogue and then a fart. Yeah. All <laughs> uh, right. So, uh, once again, uh, uh, this has been great for yeah. me, especially being a, a kind of a long time fan of yours and and you know not to like make it sound too sentimental or anything but had it not been for you and a couple other shows i, I definitely wouldn't have started a horror podcast because that's awesome um, that's awesome you know i, I latched, latched on to listening to you guys talk and then wanted to do it on my own so hmm. how did you find our podcast I believe it was from so Cutter, I started same places they found Able Dead Trap. He was an Uber driver, remember? And then yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Doing the Lord's yeah. I believe it was from Twitter somehow, way back when. Um, yeah, I had started following. I was I was just getting into podcasts, and so I think yeah. I started following other horror pages mm-hmm. because I was trying to find horror podcasts, and you know, it was one of those things where you got recommended from sure other people that I followed or something. Yeah, yeah. And I, w- I want to say it was just from that, and then I went to whatever podcast app I was using at the time and, and looked you guys up. Do you know what the first episode you listened to was? Uh, yeah, actually, I, th- I think I had told you, which would be a funny show, a funny thing for the the show here, is that the very first one I listened to was your April Fool's Day episode. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Shit. Yes, I, which I told you when I emailed you about coming on yes. the show. Mm. Yes, yes. And, back when we were way creative. back when. <laughs> I was so I was like, oh, this cool, this podcast sounds cool, and I looked you guys up, and I downloaded a couple episodes, and I listened to the April Fool's Day one. It was it was Friday and something else. It's Friday, Fre- Freddie got fingered, yeah. and, and uh, <laughs> shit. What was the other one? Oh, the Love Guru, the Love which is Guru. still one of the worst things we've ever With, watched. Yeah, so, and I was like, oh, cool. They're gonna talk about Friday the Thirteenth, and then start, <laughs> and they're like, yeah. So then Smokey and fucking Debo and catches them taking a shit in the backyard, and I'm like. What the fuck are these guys talking about? This is Friday, that not was Friday one the thirteenth. Most fun recordings we've ever had, other than I'm having like, to watch. Like, Love do these guys know yeah, what yeah, they're talking about? It's funny. And then I, I realized after the fact that you, like, you played it straight the whole time and didn't reference the fact that you were making a joke, which makes it funnier. God, that was hard to do. It was so hard. Yeah, and so. I, I listened to other ones. I think I had looked after I was listening. I, I went to your Twitter and saw other people tweeting about it, and I was like, "Oh, I get it. It's an April Fool's Day joke. Like, <laughs> I don't even pay attention to when it's April Fool's Day, and then I get tricked all the time by stuff." Man, we didn't even so, do anything this April Fool's. Nah, we just let it pass. Yeah. Yeah. We'll never have anything well, that good again. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to beat a dead horse, right? You don't want to jack Unless off it's anymore, <laughs> right? Unless it's still a virgin virgin when it turns forty. <laughs> yes. So. Hey, speaking of which, I'm going to turn 40 in a few months. But Whoa. Well, we'll swing on by and we'll uh, take your virginity. Uh, <laughs> I, can, I can lie and say I'm a virgin, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How much is that on your Patreon to uh, 40-year-old oh, jack like, I don't know, 10 bucks. It's not much. <laughs> Done. We're cheap dates. Yeah. Sure. But yeah, I mean, I, this, is, this has been great for me yeah, just great. to listen to you guys for all these years and then to actually have you on a show and... and interact with you like i was part of the crew yeah but, awesome uh, yeah I mean, thanks for having us on man yeah, this has been great having, yeah. yeah definitely 
Uh, before we depart, if you guys want to let everyone know where to, to find you and keep up with all of your podcasting happenings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Horriblepodcast.com is where you can find all our episodes and download them. Obviously, you can get us on any Stitcher or iTunes or any kind of podcast app. Uh, H-O-R-R-O-R-B-L-E podcast, Horrible Podcast. And, of course, we're on Twitter, at Horriblecast, etc., etc. But, yeah, just Recently get us, on Instagram a little bit more than usual. A little Instagram yes. recently. But, yeah, just, just find us on any whatever podcast app you use. You, you'll find us. Sure, sure. And you guys have been out there for a while, so there's lots for people to oh, yeah. catch up on if they. There's a backlog. If yeah, they want we to. we, we re- usually recommend to start on the fourth episode if you're going to start. Early. <laughs> yeah, uh, our first right, one is right. is embarrassingly low our, quality. Our first, yeah, few are not so good. But uh, whatever. You can also listen to them if you want to fucking rip on us. And we're not that good still, so who's yeah, we made that <laughs> haven't come that yeah. far. But um. <laughs> But yeah, it's not. You don't have to fucking follow us in order. Just go back and, and see what episode speaks to you and then listen there to you it. Go. You don't have to be good. Sure, just to sure. Be fun. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, you guys definitely are fun. Yeah, yeah. That's for sure. Well, thank uh, you. And I will continue to keep up with your show as well. Mm-hmm. And if uh, anyone is listening to this, you do know where to find our show, obviously. But if you want to keep up with us on social media, it is Who Will Survive Horror Podcast on Instagram, Facebook. And I think that is probably going to do it for us tonight. Uh, once again, thank you guys. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you, guys. Yeah. Keep sending awesome. lists over. I, I, I'm, I'm open. So uh, if you guys have no doubt, any anytime more. we, anytime we find these hidden gems, I love to just share these. Yeah, that's why we do this. Let's drop one more Ghost Watch, man. From oh the 90s. yeah, good okay. one. Good it's one. Just another one oh, that. Nice, nice. Yeah, such a fun one. If you if you want to watch a uh, uh, hidden gems, we already mentioned the ones on this this episode. Mm-hmm. But the Canal, Sweet Home, Ghost Watch, those are all movies okay. that need to be watched. Very cool. Yeah. Macab. Big shout macabre. out to Macab. Macab by the Mo Brothers. Yeah, that's, as well. that was that was one of the ones I pitched to was to do a Mo Brothers episode. Right, yes. right, right. God, I love that goddamn. Mm, love them. I know they they do some crazy stuff. Fucking psychopaths. And I love them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Cool. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening, and we'll see you next time. Oh. What is a trap house? What is a trap house? What is a trap house? My studio is my trap house. I'm generating them racks out my trap house. Them arm bars I'm writing to make you tap out. I'm, I'm, I'm killing shit, your girl will have to wear a black gown. Then blow her back out. I kid it down my Rubicon. My trap house all day, I got music on. I can feed your whole block nigga with my food for thought. I can make you trip more cheaper than a I'm a legend from the era of Machiavelli. Straight up and down, I'm six o'clock. You ready or not? I'm after seven. My DJ is my trap house. He throw my record on, baby, make that ass bounce. My nephew Kazi is rolling in with that half pound. I, I, I play to win, I bet it all, then I cash out. They step like a frat house. Bang. When I'm recording, your eardrum get extorted. Bang. You go reporting. Same shit, different toilets. What is a trap house? 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 I'm a crack baby from the trap house. I make her cook the coke with her ass out I don't trust the bitch, she might steal my shit I had to beat the hoe to her tracks up Yeah, the lights off, but the door work I was making traps in a blackout I got a peep hole, that peep hoes Closet filled with just kilos Got a living room with a pole in it Turned the trap house to a freak show I got pure codeine in my 
trap. Got pills and weed in my trap. Got triple beans in my trap. No, I can't serve a feed in my trap. It's the first of the month, got a line out the front of it. If you ain't buying, can't come in it. Boy, if you know if you try, we rumbling. OG and mine, my hustling. Fish scale, fish scale. Ugh. We can break the bricks down. Hold on, hold on, get that nigga out the trap house. See a pigtail, big 12. Need Ugh. more work, bring the cash out. My work good, make a pass out. My baby mama keep tripping on me, cause I turned the crib to a trap house. We get it into my trap. You know we dishing them packs out. So when we go to the trap, you know we taking the back route. What is a trap house? 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 What is a trap house?